They're two brothers and gamers that have been playing games since the early 1980s. Combined, they have over 65 years' experience. Join them each week as they discuss and rant about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another week, another episode of Generation X Gaming, the weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories from the past week, and we rant along the way. I'm your host, 30 and Still Gaming, and joining me each and every single week is Sarge McCluskey. What's going on, bro? I I, I keep telling you the same thing. You keep telling me the same thing back, but I, I liked your opening. I liked the opening of the original thing you had. Oh, when I was with, on with, Twitch? With, with the with, song with marshmallow yeah, yeah yeah it's it's a good intro song yeah to get i know things started my <laughs> my son loved it so much that he literally puts it on his playlist and every time we're in the car he plays it he lo- he loves that song like but can't can't we just change like like a few notes and then be okay with it no no that's no, work no no i i love the whole opening like when when the uh dun 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 and the bombs yeah, were throwing and the explosions yeah, it, were it happening. Works, it's perfectly yeah. synced. It's perfectly synced. Yeah, it, yes. took, it took me a long time to do that opening. I, I miss it. I I still have the video. I still have the video, but I can't play it on I can't play it on YouTube. It gets copyright striked. What about the video of me driving the car back to the base and exploding? Can we have that one? Uh well that's, yeah, I could have the the clips. I just can't have the music. Yeah, but there wasn't a clip, it was just us talking. No, it's like that, that's going that's, back that's, and that's, laughing our asses off. When the, yeah, that's you know, it, I have yeah. it somewhere. Yeah, that I think we should bring that back. I think that was it's hilarious. <clears throat> What's going on, chat? Welcome back to another episode of Generation X Gaming, the weekly podcast. It goes over a few of the top stories in the past week, and we rant along the way live Thursday nights, eight p.m. Eastern, right here on Thirty NSG, uh, our brand new home. We've been here for two months already, Sarge. This is our last episode of February. We've done. Eight episodes already this year. Eight episodes. Mark it on your calendars. Uh, we're here at 8 p.m. Eastern. If you're in the live chat right now, we have a Q&A question. Throughout the whole show, submit your questions. If you have a question for Sarge or myself about just general stuff, you can put it there. If you have a question about the topics that we're going, you can also put it there. At the end of the show, we'll answer your questions. Um, so, yeah, that's part of the show as well. On today's, sh- uh, on today's show, Sarge. That's a lot of S's there. Uh, we're going to be talking about uh, Suicide Squads. All right? Suicide Squads just showed, and I'm actually pretty excited about it, Sarge. I, I, I was actually pretty excited. So we're going to talk about the state of games uh, that PlayStation. We're going to just go down the list of what they showed. Lots of PSVR stuff. We're going to talk about Suicide Squad. We're going to talk about Madden Football, Madden NFL 24. That's coming out later this year. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about Hogwarts. Ding, ding, ding. I was right again, Sarge about the, the the sales, and we'll talk about that. Um, we're going to talk about uh, a little bit about Jedi Survivor, what they've done to that game. We're going to talk about Diablo 4. We're going to talk about Saints Row, could be in jeopardy. We're going to talk about Phil Spencer, talking about the deals that they made with uh, Nintendo and NVIDIA, and we're also going to talk about how they're, they're looking at the Halo TV series, and it shouldn't be more like the Last of Us TV series, and we'll under, we'll. we'll We'll tell you what that means, actually. Uh, yeah, so Nintendo got a deal. Uh, we're going to talk about No Man's Sky, Sarge. The the game that everyone says maybe this game could do a No Man's Sky, because that's what No Man's Sky has turned into, right? It's it's the comeback kid, and every game that needs to make a comeback, 
is No Man's Sky-esque. So No Man's Sky actually has an update again. They have another update, so we're going to show you what's in that update as well. Battlefield 2042, Sarge. We're, we're, we're 14 months in, right? 14, wait, 4, 12, 4. We're 8, 16. We're 16 months in since its launch, okay? And they're almost at zero. They're almost back to where Battlefield should have been at launch, and we're going to talk about that as well. And then we're going to talk about a uh, Grand Theft Auto 6 engine, Rage, right? Rage 8 was used for Rocksteady, or not Rocksteady, uh, Red Dead Redemption, and now Rage 9, there's a clip of this insane graphics that are happening from Rage 9 and what potentially Grand Theft Auto, what we could see in Grand Theft Auto uh, 6. So all that on today's show. If you'd like to help us out in any way, shape, or form, hit that like button right now. Hit that like button. Uh, be a part of the like crew. Uh, you can hit that subscribe button if you're not subscribed. We do these shows every single Thursday, 8 p.m., well, 48 episodes a year on this channel. That alone is worth a membership. A membership is $5. and With $5, you can become a member and help us out with uh, monetization over there. If you don't want to do that, not a big deal. You can stay here, lurk away, be a part of the conversation, be a part of the chat, and that all helps us to grow the channel. Uh, oh, and you can also listen to us on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Anchor.fm. Uh, all the podcasts are up to date, and this show will be on Spotify by Saturday. So there you go. Stealth Gaming gifted one sub, one membership. Who's going to take it? Who's going to get it? Krebsy's got it. Got the membership. Thank you very much for the gifted membership for Krebsy. All right. So let's get to it, Sarge. Let's get to what we've been playing. Right, Sarge. So, what have you been playing? What did you did you put up? Did you turn anything on? Did you try anything again? Did you download I mean, something from the Game Pass? What'd you do? I mean, I think I was mostly this week. I was playing mental health. Uh, I had my first panic attack the other day in the shower. You had a panic attack in the shower? <laughs> yeah, I had a panic attack in the shower and it almost fell over, cracked my head open on the on the side of the tub. Nice. Yeah, because was, you were shocked that Battlefield. Is almost yeah. Battlefield again. You were thinking about it. You were in the shower. Yeah, that was that was the game I was. Christ, playing. Battlefield's almost back to Battlefield. Yeah. Um, this week's been a little uh, iffy for me. So the only two games that I actually played for any length of time is I I finished out the um, the DLC area of Thanks the Reach a member. ESO. I did the whole storyline and I knocked out all the quests. And I actually didn't even know that place existed because I keep forgetting it's in a little corner someplace. And sometimes when you look at the map, you can't tell. But it had a really, really good story about uh, the the vampire clans and the werewolves and the, the whole thing. And I got excited. I'm like, is this the area everyone kept talking about where if I get bit, I can become a vampire? But apparently not. Right. Because I got I got bit by everything in that entire zone. I never said I was I was cursed to be a vampire. So apparently that wasn't the zone. But it was a really I, I give those guys I give I give Bethesda those guys credit that the storylines that they make for the zones in that game are intriguing and they're fun. Right. And so you could just kind of cruise around and do whatever you want. And I had a blast. Um the other game I played and I, I just started getting back into it because I just wasn't in the mood. Brain says he's got you if you need a bite. <clears throat> right. 
But I, well, I noticed I noticed on the on the store, you can actually pay them the the guys who made the game for the vampire bite. I'm like, why am I gonna give you guys money for a vampire bite for a character that's in the game? I can find number one, right? And number two, my friend somewhere will say here. They're charging people for vampire bites. It's nuts. Like, legit, it's on the store. Like, actual, right? like, what's the going rate for a vampire bite right now? I think it was, like, 2,500 of the coins. Is that, uh, is uh, that the, black market? What, what is that? It's it's just bizarre. It's bizarre that they, the actual people finally started charging for bites. What's 2,500 in the uh, in the ESO realm? I, I uh, Five bucks, ten bucks, I think it is. It's, All right, well, that's not too bad. That's, that's less than a microtransaction from any other game. All right. Um, and then the other game I was playing, uh, was Hell Let Loose. Like, I finally like, settled in. So, all right, let me, let me try it. And for the first, I think it was for the first hour, it was all nut, it was all just ridiculousness because I wasn't with a good team. I is had this Hell Let Loose, was, is that what you're talking about? It is Hell Let Loose, okay. yeah. The, it's, I had the one guy with the open mic, right? Oh, I he, love those guys. You, you, you hear like the dog barking, his girlfriend or wife is yelling at him, there's a kid screaming. And Todd, he's not. And Todd, he's not talking. Take out the garbage. And he's not talking. Right? right. It's just you hear the background noise. Then I had the other. Then I have another person where all you hear was I. I can't remember the name of the rapper. It was a rap song in the background, and it was just yep. really loud. That's in the background. And I'm like, okay, so I gotta mute this guy. I gotta mute this guy. Is that a great feature though that you can do that? <clears throat> individual muting. Individual muting. Absolutely. Yeah, and best. you know what's great about the, Do you know what's great about individual muting? Uh, individual muting individual muting is indefinite so like if ever i run into that guy again oh, and he happens really? to be, yes and he happens to be oh, in the squad he's still muted that right there alone is worth it yeah yeah i thought that's fantastic absolutely fantastic all of a sudden though you get into a game you're like how come i can't hear anybody oh it's those guys all right i got it that's why i can't hear them yeah <laughs> right so I was, I was playing a couple of matches and I noticed a lot of people have been grinding, of course, support. And I, I must have been barbecued maybe 10 or 12 times the first hour I was playing. Like everywhere I went, I ended up running into somebody who had a flamethrower and some was always like, you just see the whole town's on fire. Like people are just running around with flamethrowers. They're, they're, they're checking out all the buildings, right. which is still cool. But the guys who are close to being support guys, level 10, all bumped up their supply guys and so now it's just a bunch of guys running around with flamethrowers which i i admit it it was kind of funny like <laughs> there's one map we come rolling in it was the it was it was the beginning of a warfare match and warfare ma warfare match is the one where the the gray town's in the middle okay right and so you can only go so far into the map first and then when the clock ticks to zero then you can go the rest of the way so no one gets an uh, unfair advantage right so everybody's piled up on the line like like a horse like a horse race, and then the the clock strikes zero, mad and dash. then every, every everyone's mad dashing for the thing. And so, <laughs> what I ended up seeing is we pull into the town, and people are pulling in on both sides, and there are guys sitting on top of their tanks, like standing on their tanks, and they're just shooting flames. It's just it looks like a like it looked like a, a parade, like there's fountains of flames shooting. The tank comes rolling in. And for the first like good ten minutes, it was complete and total chaos in the middle. Uh, I enjoy sometimes and matches start that way. I know some people like to play a little bit more tactful. They're, they're going to go set something up or right. make some defenses. But when everybody rushes the middle like a crazy person, it's it's quite it's quite humorous when you actually see it live. 
there must have been 12 or 13 guys that have flamethrowers. So all you saw was flames everywhere. And I'm like, wow, this the Xbox is holding up pretty well with all these flames well, they, everywhere. They, they just did an update or they did an update. They're going to be doing another update. They just they brought in more people. They hired another studio to help them with the game. So they're going to be expanding that game. And then in a couple of weeks, they're going to announce their roadmap for the rest of the year. Yeah, the, uh, so far I think the British are the next things on the on, on the on the docket. Um, the new animations for the planes went in, the dive bomber went in, the jeep went in, flamethrower, and the uniform changes. Um, there's a people forget to change your uniform, but there's a uniform now you can wear white in the winter maps. Oh, cool! And and then the camouflage, and you can see sometimes is people are playing. Is it a preset like loadout? So when you do on a snowboard, it automatically puts you in that. No, you have to choose it because I see I keep seeing people running around. They're still in white suits, but it's the middle of the spring and they're running around with giant white suits. I'm like, this guy's not going to last long. I'm like, hey, buddy, you got to change your suit, man. You're just a white, just white running around the in the green grass. I'm like, everybody sees you. Like, it's, <laughs> it's ridiculous. He's in a, he's in a, guess, he's in a desert. Like gray, white. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just marshmallows running around. It, yeah. it looked ridiculous. So, and then everyone's got their mic on. You're like, buddy, change your uniform, man. You're all white. You're just all white. <laughs> That's another feature I love in that game that you could talk to the people in your crew. You could talk to the other people and other yep. other squads, yep. and you can also hear the the enemies talking if you're close to them, right? No, no, no enemy talk. Oh, Otherwise, I thought you could. No, there's there will be trash talk. That you think there was enemy because some people that are on your own team oh, are that's right, bad that's right, that's right. are bad mouthing you so badly you think that they're, that they're the enemy. I still remember the very first day I ever tried Hell Let Loose, and I got in and I was the squad leader or the uh, no the commander, right? And one guy just started screaming at me. And I was like, who's he talking to? Because I didn't know I was commander. And he was like, oh, here we go. Here's another guy just standing around doing nothing. I'm like, all right, buddy. I was like, I literally just logged in. I was like, I was like, I don't even know what I'm doing. And and I, I called him. I'm not going to say it. Right. And all of a sudden he went from escalation to he came down. I was like, oh, OK, well, this is what you want to do. And I was like. Like what the hell, man? It was it was great. Shotgun, it's yeah. shotgun to the face first, yeah. and then maybe we'll help you after. That's that's basically what it comes <laughs> down to. It was it was just it was just really funny when I was like, dude, it's going off on me, and I didn't know he was talking to me. He's like, hello, hello, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> he was. They don't give off. you. I gotta say, man, the pressure's on. They give you no, no room. It's sink or swim. You jump in no, that water, you better no start. Room. Better start treading yeah. water. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I respect but, it, though. I respect it. But but what I like to see is when, when I'm in a squad, what ends up happening is the guys who are in the squad, and it's always the same thing. Nobody wants to lead, but they all want to give orders. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, right? That, Nobody wants the bars. Nobody wants the bars th and be in charge. But that, but, but the guy who's like the lowest on the man, he, he's screaming out stuff. You I'm know like, who it is? You know who that you is? you want to be in charge? You know, you know who that is? Those are the people when you play like a team deathmatch type of thing, like in like Overwatch or uh, Call of Duty or any other, uh, even in like a Fortnite or Apex Legends, your whole team dies. You're the only person left and they're yelling at you and how to be a better player. Meanwhile, they're dead. Right. They're like, look at this guy. He can't even do it. It's like, hello, you're dead, asshole. Right. I'm the one alive. Right. And they don't give you credit or anything. That's those are the people they, they don't want to be the leader. But as soon as they're dead, they're more than happy to give you all the information you need on how to be a better player, even though they're dead. Yeah, I, I give I give props to the people who find new and inventive ways to use the flamethrower. Uh, the second hour that I played was actually uh, very good. Uh, I thought I was in the military. 
like everybody was doing what they were supposed to do, which is kind of scary. Like when you actually see it, when you actually see it unfold around you, you're like, I'm like, man, am I in the right game? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. like I'm, I'm yeah. watching, I'm watching the squad spawn and then they would go like this and then they would go, and they would go all together. Everybody who's in the group with them, with their own guy would go. And then I'm like, is that, is that happening? Like, Two groups got into this truck. They went that way. Two groups got into this truck. They went that way. This guy got into the other truck. We went this way. You see the two tanks roll off. Everyone, they're, they're both talking to yeah, each other. Okay, I, go, I like you, that stuff. You, you go left. You go right. Like, I'm like, wow. Well, and, and let me tell you. And when you hear, when you see that happen, the match is over. The match is over in 20 minutes because they route everybody. Right. It's it's amazing. It's such a it's such a wild swing. But it's it. Not every gaming session can be fun. I'll put it that way. But when it's on, it's right. on. And when it's off, you're like, I don't even want to play this game anymore. Like, like th during that first hour, I would spawn and die. Like oh, literally yeah, yeah. spawn and die. There's a learning. There's a there's a steep curve to go from like Call of Duty or Battlefield to Hell Let Loose, right? Because Hell Let Loose, when people are watching me play it, if when I when I did play it on stream. It almost feels like a Tarkov because you could be running for a long time without ever seeing anybody, and they're like, "What's he doing? What game is this? Like, where? What, what's happening?" But when you're in, when you're in it, uh, it feels so good because you actually hear your teammates telling you what what to like. Guy down the street, right side in the bushes. We need we need mortars, right? Like they're just, yeah, they don't so they don't good. over talk. They don't over talk. They just give basic commands, let you know what's going on, and then they call. That's it. it it's it's crazy. The best part it's about crazy Hell, good. I, we say this all the time, but the best part about Hell Let Loose is when you're on the comms, right? And all of a sudden you're like, "Hey, uh, hey Sarge, not you, but like the the lead, like, Hey Sarge, uh, we need we need a uh, we need a uh, tank reinforcements on uh, A4. Uh, copy that. Hold on one second. Then he goes he goes off to the other thing. It, it would just pop right, the and then all of a sudden of he calls the other commander, and the commander goes all right, and, and all of a sudden it's there. That to me is the best. Right, because yeah. there's a hierarchy. There's your group talks to your leader. The leader talks to the commander, and the commander makes all the things happen. It's beautiful. Well, it's absolutely it, beautiful. The, it it really jives well when you have a commander that respects the squads, but also the squads actually listen to the commander. Like the at the point of the military doctrine is the fact that if the commander wants to do something in the game, like he's putting stuff in places, it's a chess match for him, right? He's putting stuff in places right. to get something done. And so he says, I need Abel and Baker squad to yes, do this. I love that. I need Charlie squad and dog squad to do this. And then I, sometimes you watch it and everyone just running. It's called, it's called duty. All you see is dots everywhere. Yeah. Right. But when they actually work together and you take a look at your map, right? Like if I'm squad leader and I hear the commands and I'm watching the map and you see all of everybody forming up into lines and, and, and pushing and like the game is done very well. It's 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 one of the best team play games I've played in a while since the original Battlefield games. But when it's just chaos, it's chaos. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I Hell It Loose is a, a fantastic game. So what else what else have you been uh playing, Sarge? Oh, that's it, man. That's it. It's been a rough week. I I've been uh I didn't I didn't play much this week. I, I played uh I played Hogwarts Legacy. I I went for those two weeks. You started. You started Slytherin, though, didn't you? <clears throat> yeah, I started another character, another playthrough. I'm playing on a hard mode. I was playing hard on the first playthrough, but then I was doing the uh, the the bell tower like under underground fight club that's in there, 
and I was getting my ass kicked. I, I, I tried it over and over and over, and I, I couldn't do it, so I lowered it down to normal. And then the next time I went to go stream, I forgot that I put it on normal. And I, I was, like, going through stuff, and I was just, like, leveling things out. I was like, why does it feel so easy? Because now I know where the controls are. I, I feel good with the combos and everything like that. So the co- right, because you combat, learned yeah, after 100 hours. Yeah, combat's fantastic in that game, by the way. Uh, don't, don't, don't pay attention to the haters out there. The, the combat in that game is actually really good. So I was, I was going through stuff, and I was like, man, I'm, I'm just, like, destroying people really fast. I was like, wait a minute. I look at my thing. I'm like, oh, I'm still on normal. So now I, I raised it up to hard. I raised it up to hard, and then I did a boss fight. And I have to say, playing on hard feels so much better. It does. It feels so much better than playing. Because well, you've trained your, you've trained yourself. Yeah, no, but, but it just it it really does feel good. Like when you're when you do the combos on hard, you can see like you, you, you it just feels like you have more control over stuff, right? Once you know what you're doing, it just feels like you have more control over stuff as far as you're you're keeping certain people at bay. You know how to dodge. You know how to uh, counter or parry. It just it feels really really good once you know what you're doing. That's the clunky part. I have a, a little trick that I do when I switch uh, abilities. So let's say I have a red on top, uh, you know, a yellow on the right, a red on the left, right? Or, yeah, purple on top, yellow, and then red, and then the bottom, like, green or whatever. I try when I switch when I switch um, my spells, I try to keep the same colored spells in the same configuration. So if I have a yellow on top, then when I switch my other spells, I'll have a yellow on top, and then a red on the right, and then a purple on the left. That way, I'm not... You're not losing muscle memory. Yes. It's just the, the muscle memory, and you just go around. It makes the game, to me personally, a lot a lot easier. Now, obviously, you can switch it up based on what you want to do. Like, you want two reds, two yellows, no purples, whatever. You can do what you want. Um, really good, though. I really, really love uh, what it's doing. So we're, I'm playing Slytherin. I'm not really reading the story this time around. I'm just, like, passing and skipping everything. I'm just trying to get through the, the, <coughs> the house. To get to level 40... Okay, so I, I got everything complete in my first playthrough, right? I got level 40, 100% the challenge thing. Once you're done with the challenge, I, I brought this up last week. Once you're done with the challenge stuff, so if you killed all the spiders and you beat all the spiders on the challenge card, you kill a spider, you get nothing. You get no XP from that point anymore. So you only get XP from finding stuff in the world, doing the Merlin things, doing the stars, popping the balloons, anything that's on the challenge card. Once you complete the complete challenge card, then you're maxed out, basically. So you have to complete everything. Once you complete everything, find all the... All the like, there's 150... Um, what are they called? Uh, papers to find. I, I can't think of the papers now, guys. My brain's just gone. Papers, that, that, please. That, that's, papers. Uh, that's COVID for you. So uh, once you get all the pages, you only need like 50 of them to complete the whole thing, but there's like 150 pages in, inside the actual game. But... To get to level 40, you have to do everything. You have to complete and run through everything. Otherwise, your character can't get to 40. So you, it almost forces you to complete all the stuff in the game to just, you know, to, to get your character to, to max level. It's not, like, uh, it's not like Destiny or anything like that where you have to get to the max level. You don't have to. But obviously, if you want to, you, your, your gear can get up to, to level 40. Uh, you can put the perks on there. My my first character is like massive OP, man. Like I, I said this a little bit last week. People think like uh, Abracadabra, Abracadabra is like the most OP thing. No, if you if you take the perks and start putting like uh, uh, incendiary, incer- uh, I can't I can't speak tonight. Slow I down. I can't I can't speak. If if you put it on uh, I don't know uh, Bombardo right, and you have all your perks on a Bombardo, it all stacks. 
right? So you could have six different perks on all your six different pieces of gear, and it could be all on one on one gear, and you're absolutely just destroying everything in in front of your face. And it feels it just feels good. There's so many different play styles. I hope they add more uh, more content to to be harder in the future. Uh, going from what we've been playing, I'm going to kind of go into the stories. It's not top stories, but going into the stories, that one of the developers came out in the uh, in the interview and said that there are there's no DLC, right? We're not working on any DLC at this time. There's no plans for DLC at this time, is what they said. I came out with a, a short little uh, short, and I said the reason that they don't have DLC at this point is because the other systems are not out yet, right? Can you imagine? They're like, we're, they're still missing a PlayStation 4, they're still missing the Xbox One, and they're still missing the Nintendo Switch, okay? And if they announced DLC already coming out before the other people two months from now even get their game, that to me, I think is like a dick move type of thing, right? Sure, right? These people... Me and everyone else that's playing now is excited because you're playing. You're already done with the game. Meanwhile, the majority of the population that still has the old systems that are waiting for their game to come out, like, they they don't have it yet. So it'd be pretty dickish to be like, oh, yeah, by the way, uh, PlayStation 5 and Xbox One and PC already beat the game. And there's DLC coming. And the other people are like, wait a minute, I didn't even get to play the game yet. You're already announcing future content. So they're not announcing anything. But another dev came out and said, don't take what Alan said it's out of context. We're not doing it because we're still waiting for the other systems to come out to have. There's no way that this company doesn't make DLC for this game. Okay. There's no way. Well, that, that's the discussion. That, that's, that's why we talked about it. it's, it's such a solid game and the IP is so good that why would you throw away the possibility of you being able to put like an expansion on the game to get more sales? Right. Right. I mean, it would just, listen, if, if an entire industry is trying to give you the reach around with MTX and battle passes and all this other stuff over the last five years, there's no way that a game that's really solid is going to just pass on trying to make a DLC for it. Right. Well, one, not only did they say that th this game is so successful, Sarge, we actually have numbers now, right? We actually have numbers, but it's so successful that they're already talking about making a Hogwarts series on HBO Max. Okay. They're making a show. With, these guys with their big heads. Go ahead. Okay. They're going to make... They. It was very generalistic, but they said the next system, the next game they make is going to be on the new systems, the PlayStation 6 and the, whatever the Xbox is, right? They said whatever's working on right now, okay, all these games that are being worked on right now are going to be for the next type of system, right? Five years from now or whatever, right? Yeah, but that, you know that's a lie. Because of course. They of course. Have you know that's a lie. We all know that's a there, lie because Game Pass will be here and it's not going to have a system. So no, there might be one more system, <clears throat> right? So here, here we're going to go from because I, I I didn't play anything but that. So we're gonna we're gonna cut from what we've been playing to the top stories, which is another Hogwarts story. So. All right. So the first story, Starge, is Hogwarts Legacy sales bringing $850 million in two weeks. Okay, WB issues a statement. Now, in the announcement on Thursday, the publisher confirmed that Hogwarts Legacy has sold more than 12 million units. And I, I just want to say, where's my cookies? Give me my cookie, Krebsy. Give me my cookie. Because 
I said that this game would make 12 to 15 million units sold, okay? And this is before the PlayStation 4 and the PlayStation or the Xbox One and the Nintendo Switch. There's my cookie. Thank you very much. Okay. So now I want to know because I want another cookie, okay, when I find out that the pre-sales were 10 million, okay? Cuz I said it would beat Cyberpunk. I said it would beat uh, Grand Theft Auto, I said it would beat even the Call of Duty at 8.5, right? It, it was like 7, 8, and 8.5 was Call of Duty, right? So I said that Hogwarts would surpass all those, and it looks like it, it's done that, right? So Hogwarts uh, Legacy also broke a company record for player engagement with 280 million hours played to date, as well as global franchise fan uh, engagement overall, Wizarding World Digital, up 300% over the normal monthly unique visitors average in the first 10 days of February. Um, Did you say 280 million? Is that what you said? 280 million hours? 280 million hours, yeah. In the, in the first two weeks? Uh, yes. Yeah. Wow. That's like what? Like 10 people? <laughs> <laughs> I have 100. 100, 100 I have 100 hours. I'm just kidding. I know. It's yeah. a lot of people. Yeah, it's a lot of people. So... Uh, not only have the, here's some other stats for you, Sarge, because they have uh, where is it? Where is it? I got I got other stats. Yes, that boycott really worked out for them. It, huh? it worked out really well. The boycott very successful. Yeah. Round of very applause successful. for the boycott. The boycott. Well, no, what I'm saying is what I'm saying is that I don't I'm not trying to make it as a sarcastic comment. I am. I'm, I'm being <laughs> no. I'm being truthful about the statement. The boycott caused people who didn't notice to notice and then go out and buy the game. Right, you know, like I don't mean, yeah, I don't it, mean it like, did, it did strice, like it did the strike right. effect. Yeah, right. It, it's 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 pretty incredible. The the amount of support the game got. Yeah, I'm it really to find, is. I'm trying to find. I have another thing where they had other stats of like ridiculous things. Uh, Hogwarts Legacy was the biggest non Call of Duty or FIFA launch since Red Dead Redemption Two. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. So, so the, the the first week was notably bigger than Elden Ring, right? So this is the, the stat that they have there. We we knew about it, but we don't know what the sales are. Now we kind of know what the sales are. So now we can do kind of do records here, right? Because if someone looks it up, I'm not going to look it up right now, but what did Elden Ring sell in the first week? Because if Hogwarts sold small, 80% more than that, then we know what they actually sold. If, if it was $12 million for two weeks, we, we'll know what they sold before that, right? So digital sales across Europe confirms that Hogwarts Legacy's first week sales were 56% higher on Elden Ring's last spring. As pointed out, uh, game industry Christopher Drigg, uh, the biggest game launch outside of FIFA and Call of Duty since Red Dead Redemption 2. Uh, those franchises tend to be chart toppers yearly, with fewer games ever be able to challenge them for yearly top spots. Now think about this, Sarge. I don't know what, what COD sold in the last five years. But whatever the highest number is, right? And I think they keep track of those numbers. But if, if you look up, Chad, if you look it up, what was the highest Call of Duty sales number to happen in the last five years, right? Because Red Dead Redemption came out in what, 2018? So whatever that highest number is, if this is the biggest non-COD and non, oh, I guess it would still be under COD, right? It would still be under COD, the way that that's worded. So still impressive, still very impressive. But yeah, very, very, yeah, well, very. So now, now I, I had a video about this and I said, 
once this comes out, and then the PlayStation 4 and the Xbox One, and then in July, you got to take the first week of those systems and then add them all together. First week of this system, first week of those systems, and then you have a total number. I think that number is going to be well over 30 million copies. Just, mm-hmm. just for first week sales of all of the, all the systems across the board. That's crazy. <clears throat> YouTube Lurker what? says COD call, uh, Cold War was 32 million plus. So, yeah, sold more than physical copies in the UK versus Elden Ring. Um, they don't really go into that. I mean, obviously, uh, Paul, if if it says that they sold 12 million copies, you could kind of put that against what Elden Ring sold, right? You would have to do some math and figure out like, okay, 12 million units in two weeks. Elden Ring sold 10 million, let's say week one, and they sold 80 percent more Then you would have to try to figure that out. Right. I bet you most of the 12 million was pre-orders. I guarantee you more, most of it was pre-order. And then after the game came out, that's when people bought the other two, three million copies. It still shows how much people support Harry Potter, though. What's for that? Sure. It said it still shows how much people support the Harry Potter franchise. Sure, though. sure. Well, then there's also the other people that supported that didn't even have any, didn't even care about it just because of what was happening. They're like, no, I'm, no, I'm what I'm saying, copies. it's nice to see. It's No, it's nice to see that the, that there's the, the group the size of the group that came out to purchase this game. Like, not everybody likes everything. Even Listen, even if you had nothing to do with Harry Potter, you know, didn't like Harry Potter, you might have, you might have actually went on and tried to try to play this game. You know what I mean? It's right. like, I don't, I don't, I don't know the, the size of the Harry Potter fan base, but this shows at least that they're paying attention. Right. <clears throat> yeah, but Krebsy, I, I love Krebsy. He's always the half-empty type of person, right? Elden Ring still sold a crap ton uh, of sales, right? Elden Ring, let's see, Elden Ring game sales. Let's see what the Elden Ring game sales was 20 million. Elden Ring sold 13.4 million copies worldwide by the end of March. It came out in it came out in February. So in in what day did it come out in February last year? Was it beginning of February? Was it the end of February? Right? It still sold a crap ton of copies, regardless if it was known or not. Elden Ring had this like vibe around it where FromSoft wanted to make a game that was more approachable by other people because Souls games Souls are a niche market. Okay. And now the cool kids got a hold of it, right? And now everyone's like, ah, I'm not a big fan of Elden Ring because now it's not mine anymore, right? That's that's the, the vibe Elden Ring gave off. So I still have Dark Souls, don't worry about it. Yeah, yeah. So it, it still sold a, a crap ton of uh of, of copies in the first month and that's what they're comparing it to regardless if it's a high praise game and you got to remember Elden Ring came out on all the console like all what at one time so again you got to take the first week of PlayStation 4 first week of Xbox one and first week of switch and then add that to the first week of the sales that already happened and then that is your first week sales it's kind of weird that it happens two months after the fact and three months after that. But that's yeah, but what it you know, is. You know what? But that that conversation point is moot, though, because they did what they had to do to release the game proper for the system sure. they wanted. Sure. So apparently, po- was the game polished for the systems it was released on? Except for a little bit on PC, right? You said PC is a little wonky, right? Did you say that? Yeah, it had a couple. Of, yeah, it was, right? it was having bug issues, but, and frame rate issues. But still, but still polished, right? So now you got to think they have to reverse engineer themselves. 
And how do you get to make this game work properly on an older system? There's a lot of stuff going on inside this game. Right? There's a lot of there's a lot of memory usage going on in this game. From what I from what I've seen watching you play and other people online, I I, I want to know what they're gonna do to scale back. They what they need to scale back for that game to run properly on an older system. And I, and if it does, yeah, if it does run well in the older system, then a whole new book of questions opens up. I, I, I think it'll excuse me, Cyberpunk. I have a couple of questions for yeah, you. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think there's gonna be problems. And hopefully they're taking this time. And this is why there's no DLC coming out, Sarge, because they have their their faces in the in in the coding, making sure that they don't have a Cyberpunk 2077 on their hands when it comes out on the PlayStation 4 and Xbox One and the Nintendo Switch, right? I mean, it's 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 just really nice to see a really well made game get the attention it deserves and for it to sell really well, and it's not in the box that everybody else is trying to make, which is Battle Pass, MTX, all this other nonsense piled in. It's an old school game on new gen graphics with a ju- with a really good IP, and it just worked. It's nice to see, right? All right, the next story I want to talk about is Madden NFL Twenty Four is reportedly a make or break for EA. Now, sources from EA Sports reveal that developer is taking a make or break approach with Madden NFL Twenty Four following negative reception to recent games. No. You know, you don't you don't say a recent report from EA Sports Insider reveals the developer is taking a make and break approach to Madden NFL 24 following recent controversy surrounding the franchise and the annual football series has become a staple of EA Sports yearly releases with the game's typical being on studio's biggest title of fall season. Now, uh, while Madden's franchise remains one of the best selling sports games, recent games have increasingly seen backlash from fans. Well, of course, it's number one of, of the of the of the series because it's the only football game that you can buy with the NFL licensing in it. Right. So it says that NF, uh, bad NFL 23 franchise mode was been particular target of fans with the server issues leading up to 60% of the players losing their franchise mode saves permanently. Oh, that sounds really good. Right. 60% of your player base loses their saves. EA sports insider have revealed that the company is moving forward with the now or never approach as development of, of Madden NFL 24 progress. While EA has offered discounts and closed beta access for players who lost their save files, reports for the developer reveal that EA Sports is placing a heavy importance on Madden NFL 24. I swear to God, Sarge, if they if this game comes out and Angry Joe makes another video with the same faces and the same plays, with the same stadiums, with the thing, and a house appears on the field again, I, I, I'm going to laugh my ass off first off. Okay? I'm going to laugh my ass off. Look, first of all, the only way that you can make an apology for Madden, and I don't believe for one second it's make or break. They don't give a shit, right? <laughs> they, they've made so much money on Madden and FIFA that they can they could actually make 14 other games and they could all fail and the company would still be okay. Right. All right. So it doesn't matter. The point, the point of it is, is that it's unless they don't make a game for that year, like if they say, like, listen, we know Madden sucks. We heard you for real this time. We're not releasing it. We're going to redo it, and right. we're going to come out maybe maybe next year. We'll let you know. We'll, if they said, we'll, we'll let you know when it's coming out, then I'd be like, good, get it out. But there's no way they're missing out on the mongoloids giving them money. There's no way, right? The game could literally melt in your disk drive. Right, and they don't care. Right, 
And then they're like, oh, we're sorry about the melting disc. We'll get disc it next drive. year. We'll get them you next just year. Just get the digital version and we'll send it to you for only $10. Like that would be the re that would be the excuse they give you for the disc melting in your drive. They would say, no problem. We'll send you the digital version. Just give us $10. Like that's how they would solve that problem, right? Make or break my ass. Okay. <laughs> they don't care. They don't give a crap. No, I'll tell Sarge, you what. If, EA if, wrote a handwritten letter to me. They they told me they were sorry. They apologized. I, I'll tell you what. If if it really is make or break, then my vote is break. Break until you have to fire the entire staff. They can't afford anybody. Break. Like, don't buy the game. Let it go on the shelf. Walk into your GameStop. If you still go there. <laughs> punch the clerk in the face. And piss on the game on the floor. Don't, don't punch the out. Don't don't punch, walk out. don't punch the clerk in the face. Hypothetically, punch the, the clerk in the face. Right. In, internally in your brain. Throw the, the game on the ground. <laughs> pee on the ground. Thief. <laughs> like don't even don't even bother. Do not buy the game at all. Like just let it rot on the shelf. Yeah. Right. When when the ad comes up on your on your Xbox dashboard, you just skip and say inappropriate. Inappropriate. Yeah. Well, Madden. You know, my son downloaded Madden twenty. One on Game Pass the other day. He's like, Dad, will you will you play football with me? I was like, I was like, sure. So I started playing, and I'll I'll tell you, a little bit of me was like, you know, I haven't played a football. The last football game I played was almost a decade ago, right? And I was like, yeah, I miss it, but I was like, I can't do it. Now I try to put myself in in the perspective of him. He doesn't know any better. He doesn't know anything. He's like, oh, this is pretty fun. And I was like, oh yeah, yeah, it's great, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm like, I hate playing this game. I hate it. I I will buy if anybody else, anybody else comes out with a football game. Anybody, NFL. If 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 NFL 2K5 or 2025 came out because it's been, it'll be 20 years since the last 2K one came out, I would buy it just on principle alone. Listen, okay, just you, on principle. You alone. you are witnessing the biggest hypocrisy ever. You have a giant company sony yelling at microsoft that they can't have call of duty meanwhile it's completely okay for ea to bogart and pay off the nfl so nobody else can make a football game that's completely cool right. and there's no story about it right right it's hypocrisy right complete and total right there's no reason why other people are not allowed to make a sports game right the fact that that wasn't even allowed in the beginning shows how how on the edge ea really is think about it if other people can make football games ea doesn't make as much money if right. other people can make soccer games ea doesn't make that much money if other people can make a better first person shooter game than damn battlefield then they wouldn't make that much money but they have this little box around their their, their little sanctuary city of of their of their titles and they make all this money and they don't care they don't care that the game sucks because you have no other choice it's it's Monopoly Rules 101, and nobody says anything about it. Does it make sense to you? I'm look, I'm a gamer, right? I used to love football. I'll play football, but your game sucks, and right. it keeps sucking. Right. And then you think we have goldfish brains? Like in their mind, EA thinks that there's a group of ten people from ages like seven to fourteen, and then once they finish playing Madden, they got married, had kids, and don't know what video games are anymore, <laughs> right? <laughs> Like, meanwhile, the rest of us who were actually gamers from 7 to 14 played some Maddens, and we just kept moving over, and they kept adding things and taking them away and then bringing them back and then calling it new. They called stuff new. And I'm like, 
bro, that was Madden. That was like Madden 2004. What are they talking yeah, about? The new, vision. new for you, the guy who developed, who thinks they developed something because the other developer has retired already, and you think you invented it? No, wait, no, wait, it's been there. Do you know what they have in in, in Madden 21? The, the the two minutes I played, when you get a score a touchdown, I don't even know what year this came in. When you score a touchdown, you can push up, left, right, or down the on the uh, analog stick, and you, he could spike the ball or dance or whatever. And all I could right. think of, and I don't know if it does this because I, I haven't put too much time into it. But I was like, I bet you they sell those. Do they sell those? Chat? Does anyone play? Does anyone play Madden? Do they sell extra like emotes and stuff for for the touchdown dances I mean, in the in the, in the microtransaction store? Pretty much guaranteed. That's in there. That would definitely be in there. It, that's right. That's the first thing I thought of when I was like when when they when they did it. Make make or break. Let me ask you a question. Let's go along with their with their ridiculous statement. What would what would break look like? What would what would Madden for, failing look like? What what would be the what would be the consequences there, of that? There wouldn't be any. There's there's no there's nothing you could say that would be make or break for them, right? Make or break for them is we made three billion dollars this year and we made two point nine 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 billion, and that's that's a break for them because they didn't make the three point one billion, right? That's that's break for Madden. You see what I'm saying? Right. It, it it's not like, oh no, Madden didn't sell. We have to fire seven thousand yeah. people. Oh, right. Uh, and and give and give uh I forget what, what's the guy's name then in charge of EA? I forget I forget the guy's in charge Andrew, of uh, Android Wilson. Yeah, Android Wilson. Yeah. Uh, he gets Android, another bonus. Android. They they, they, they fire seven thousand people and Android gets another bonus. Yeah. Like that that's break. <laughs> that's what break means if they don't sell the football game. Android comes in, he's like, You guys did not do exactly <laughs> what I wanted you to do. You, 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 you're all fired. Oh, little flag in the background. Yeah. 2004 Madden, 2004 <laughs> Madden. Like, please. Just, yeah. please. But it's, it's, it's the, it's the, the, the story told over and over. If a development team and a publisher do not have to make the game better in order to sell the same number, they won't. If I don't have to strive to be better and I can still fail upward, I don't have to try as hard. That's not the right signal you want to send to your development team for a game. Right. But that's that's the culture they have grown over the last decade, and it doesn't matter how crappy the game is, they still buy it because they've got to play football. Well, I mean, we, we talked about it last week, the English Premier League, right? Because EA didn't want to give them a billion dollars, so they dropped FIFA, and then they just went behind FIFA's back and talked to the English Premier League, and now they're making, right. now they're just making, right? So, right. so, so to give to give the actual people in charge of the sport you're making the game off of five hundred millions too much, right? Like, that's too much. To give the people you were actually basing the game off of, they want the licensing because you're using their likenesses. Five hundred million to them is just way too much. Meanwhile, five hundred million is like March to June in the microtransaction store, not counting anything else, just the microtransactions. Paul, no, no. What I'm saying is, FIFA's an organization. English Premier League is a different organization, but there's still teams in the English Premier League that were in in FIFA, right? We, we read an article last year that, that talked about it. I understand FIFA doesn't own football, but because FIFA didn't want to pay the, the because, I'm sorry, because Madden didn't want, Madden, because EA didn't want to pay the extra $500 million 
on top of to make it a billion dollars. They said, peace out, FIFA. And they went to go talk behind their backs. We read the story. We read the story last year when this was happening, and they went behind the backs instead of negotiating with FIFA again, and they went to each individual club, okay, each individual club to get them to sign and pressure the other people to come over on the on the clubs. This is a, this is a, a big story we talked about last year. I forget what episode it was, but it, it's out there. We talked about it. So I understand FIFA doesn't own the English Premier League, but there's owners that own certain teams in certain places, and they went back and they said, yeah, we'll, we'll join, and they pressured the others because if – if such and such is going to be in the league, well, then we're going to be in the league too, right? And they undercut the, the because they didn't make a deal with them before, right? So now they're paying them a billion dollars, right? I think I think that was it. I think it's a billion dollars deal for the English Premier League, which they didn't want to give to to FIFA. <laughs> so now just a, here's here's what needs to happen for Madden, all right? I know NFL is, is off the limits, right? I don't. Even, I think they they signed another deal for like. Five years, two years ago. So I think they have a three more years left for NFL. And then they'll renegotiate again. But now there's the UF, the US, is it the USAF Football League? And then there's also the XFL. Now, obviously, the XFL just started back up. And there's only like eight teams or, or whatnot. They need to make a football game with any other football just to start putting pressure on Madden. Because if, if, if a game company came out and they made the XFL football game, Okay, for Dwayne the Rock Johnson, who owns it. Okay, and all of a sudden it it starts to do things that Madden didn't. Okay, that would make Madden better because they would look at seeing what happened with that and go, wait a minute, how do they do that? The same thing they used to do with 2K, right? There was competition. There's no competition, so Madden's on cruise control right now, right? Madden is that guy inside of Wally on the the floating wheelchair serpent like slurping on the uh the the slushy doesn't know where they are they're just like in cruise control just flying in space on a chair cuz no one's their competition they're like where are we wait a minute oh hey we're madden right there's no competition so they're on cruise control the entire time so anybody anybody needs to make another football game just to compete and go hey look at this football game what it's doing it's amazing what what happened madden uh we got microtransactions Right, you you know know what I mean. So, hopefully, it does break and Madden goes bye bye. I think I think EA should lose the rights to everything that they make. Honestly, like you're not allowed to you're not allowed to buy the NFL, not allowed to buy FIFA. Can't stop it. Just nothing. You 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 make games. That's it. Right, and then you have to start making games better than the other people trying to make the same game as you again. That's what needs to happen. Because this corner of the market nonsense that EA has done is just nonsense. Right, and I'm not sure how many Angry Joe videos you need to watch no. after this. After the first one, I was yeah, like, I'm right. never touching it again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. When I saw the third one, yeah. I was like, he's yeah. gonna have a heart attack. I look at, like, I, look, I look, I look forward to him every year. He is literally gonna have a heart attack on air, and then go to the hospital. And I'm sure they'll film it for clicks. I'm sure they would, but right. he'd still have the heart attack for doing a Madden review. He would. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Next story. Diablo 4 uh, releases beta dates, so just under four months until the game's full release, Blizzard releases more information on open beta and early access to Diablo 4. So those of you that don't know, Blizzard announced that uh, the, the Diablo 4 on March 24th to March 26th, the news arrived, just under four months to go until the full release of Diablo 4, and it comes out a bit 
an awkward, chaotic time for Blizzard lately with everything else going on. So there's a there's there's a closed beta going on right now for a lot of people, but the open beta is March 24th to March 26th. Uh, Sarge, have you looked into this at all? Have you looked at any footage of what Diablo is doing with the uh, the boss, the world boss battles, and the I, I gotta be honest, the delves. With you, Are you interested in this at all? No. I, I gotta be honest with you. After I saw the whole debacle with the mobile one, I I I I know I'm sure it's gonna look and play incredible, but I can't look at Diablo until I until I get the full review from someone who's impartial and actually plays the game for the game. Because all I see after seeing the Diablo mobile one is is a hybrid of what that will be for your PC and or console. Right? Because they saw the they saw the they they saw the lash out, but I don't for, think it's enough. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't think I don't think it's I don't think it'll be enough. Let let's put it this way. Blizzard, Blizzard needs a win. You know what I mean? Well, they've been I mean, struggling. They've been struggling with World of Warcraft. When you say win, what do you mean win? Like they what I mean, that? what I mean by win is after all the bad publicity, all the nonsense that's been going on, right? All the infighting, right? You're, you're saying just they just need something to come out with no drama. They need right. They need a game to come out and just sell well and get some goodwill back into the community, right? Right. But I I don't trust it, right? I love Diablo. I I played the crap out of it when I was growing up, right? One, two, and I didn't play three as much, but I still played three, right? Right. It's a great. It, I thought I thought of Diablo as being like the quintessential single player looter right because that's what it really is it's yeah. a looter at heart and you're by yourself right it's just you so i i think that the the hook in this game is going to be that the all the years of training that people who've played diablo have had who now get to level up their character and then call up their boy and be like let's go hang out and let's go kick some ass you know what i mean yeah like because everybody has their character like if if you understand Diablo, you understand what, what armor sets you're going for, what crystal diamonds you're going for. Like you understand the principles. And so now I think they're going to use the multiplayer aspect as a catalyst to make people buy things that their friends have and they don't. Like that to me is the hook. The hook in the normal world would be, hey, we get to hang out with each other. Let's build some characters and go. But they know all about FOMO. They know it. And if I'm in a game with you and you got some kind of set of suit of armor on or something that you had that makes your build better, and I happen to be playing something similar, just not exactly the same, and I go, where'd you get that? And you say, well, I, it was a drop in such and such. Or it's in the store for $9.95. Well, that, like, I, I think a lot of the stuff, though, with, with Diablo is if you want to play through the main story, that is your single player. But once you hit endgame and stuff like that, there's going to be things that you can't do by yourself, right? You, you're gonna, well, you're, you're gonna need alleged, a group. Uh, no, allegedly, I know people who play Immortal and they could do whatever, like they could kill guys. We'll see. We we'll, we will see what the scaling is of the bosses, but I'm not gonna put it past anybody because it's a four player boss that they couldn't do it solo based on their gear set. Well, I think I, I think no matter what game you're gonna get, like Destiny was a single player game for the majority if you wanted to, but then you would matchmaking strikes and then raids you would have to get with a group right i mean I, I think that's like that with any type of game like that i think most most of, the, of diablo story-wise you'll be able to play solo right 
through the story. But once you go outside the main story, there's the world bosses. You're going to have to meet up with other people. Uh, I think there's matchmaking. If I'm correct me if I'm wrong, chat. There's matchmaking for certain dungeons and certain things. I, I mean, it's it's like that now with with certain games. I'm I'm assuming that Diablo would do like what Lost Ark is doing, as far as like Lost Ark. You, you could be a solo the entire time, and then all of a sudden you go into a dungeon, and it it matchmakes you with people. I love that system in Lost Ark, and then boom, you're you're, you're in. Uh, and maybe it's like that. Maybe you guys know. Uh, Immortal, you can't do everything solo. And in the single player story, you can't do everything solo. I'm pretty sure you can do everything solo for for the story. Once you go outside the main story, then, then no. If you want to get certain gear or get in certain drops at certain things, you're gonna have to go in with a group or matchmake with somebody. It's easy mode, Diablo. I'm on a torment 16 with GR120 under my belt. So you, you you got some time in. You you could do a lot of stuff. I'm assuming that the album is going to be the, the same way, but I'm looking forward to this. But at the same time, I don't care. Like so, for instance, like if nothing's out during the drop of this, I'll play it. But as soon as something is, but as soon as something else comes out, I'll drop this like third period French. Okay, like I I won't even care about it, and then I'll I'll, I'll come back to it. I'm doing that right now with the with Diablo three, Diablo three. I was enjoying myself. I'm like level forty one, okay. I I enjoy it, but then I stopped playing. There wasn't that drive factor. Now, obviously, Diablo three is a really old game. I haven't, I wasn't in it on the ground floor. Diablo four has that going with it, right? You have that, you have that um, new car smell. Yeah, that new car smell. Your friends are in there. New people are in there. People in chat will be in there. They'll be like, hey, yeah, let's do it together. Let's go in the dungeon. And that'll be fun. But once something else comes out, I mean, anything like Division two could have an update during the exact same time as Diablo four. And I'm going to go I'm going to go back and play Division two. You know what I mean? But that's me. Right. So. So, Jason, is Diablo three easy compared to two because of the structure of the game or because you just understood the game better? Because I, I, I look at it as if you're a veteran player of Diablo the game gets easier because you understand it. You understand what moves your guy can do and what powers are compatible. So, or was it because of programming and the way the game was structured? I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you right now, Sarge, and we can, we can switch, we can switch to the next, the next story. Uh, well, let me, I'll read a couple others and then we'll go to the next story, but a game that's going to, and I, we'll, we'll get to this, the game, the game that'll take me away from Diablo based on what I saw today is Suicide Squad, right? Based on what 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 that is, right? And we'll talk about that when we get to that subject. So the next the next story I want to talk about is Dead Rising uh, is canceled, right? Dead, Dead Rising Five gameplay leaks online. The artist portfolio reveals that all new screenshots and footage from the Capcom's Dead Rising Five, giving gamers a glimpse of the canceled zombie title. So Dead Rising Five why? is out. There was a bunch why? of leaked footage. We we don't know why. They, but they, they but why why would you show footage and then it was a portfolio it was a person that worked in the game and she's mad well no not mad because once the game is dead they get permission that they can put it up up on their on their site for the portfolio for a job resume or whatever so they get to see you get to see why it's why it got killed well you, you get to see what it looked like or, or what it is <clears throat> so right? just give it to me straight man how'd it look um i'll be honest it it, it looked good i mean for, for what i saw it looked good but it was canceled I mean, a lot of things look good, but it, what was the gameplay like? You know what I mean? We don't. Well, the last Dead Rising 5s was a guy in an area 
running through zombies, that killing was, that, those are always more fun, weren't they? Ridiculous items, right? I mean, but that's all it was. I, I I loved it though in the shopping mall and just going across, just crushing people and taking lawnmowers, and it was getting more ridiculous every time a game came out. I liked it. I liked this better than Dead Island, personally. Well, come on, bro. Don't let's you let's not compare. What zombie game to zombie game? Dead with Dead Island. Listen, Dead Rising was supposed to be a humorous take on the zombie apocalypse. When I when I when you play that first one in the mall and you have to find different things in the mall, piecing together stuff and all the ridiculous item. I right, it was fun. And, and and the sheer amount of zombies around you was ridiculous for the time period that it came out. It was inventive. Right, the, how many guys are on the screen? You couldn't believe that the graphics could actually function right. when you had the, all the blood, and everything awesome. everywhere. You, you murder them right. all; they all just be on the ground still. Right, it was completely and totally fun. It, rule number one for a game like that. But let's think about it. It's now Dead Rising Five. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly that's exactly right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. nobody cares. No, no, nobody cares. <laughs> like what? What? What do you think you're gonna do? Like, and and Dead Island to me is the same thing, except you're not in a mall anymore. Now you're on a tropical island where the Disney Cruise lands. Is. I like. Who cares? It, if if you're gonna make a mindless fun game, then call it something else. Don't put a number on it, and maybe somebody will try it. But this constant rehashing of the same thing without any kind of innovation to it. But listen, listen, I get. That as soon as a game gets boring, right? And we know how fast the young kids get bored. They right. get bored pretty quick. Yeah. As soon as a game gets boring, the guys in the in the suit office they have a they have a button underneath the desk, just like the president's got the button for the nuke, right? <laughs> he, all the all the suits have a button underneath the desk. Game sales are down, sir. And he he presses the button, and it's the zombie button. It, it tells all the developers to hurry up now and make a DLC zombie thing to shove into the game that's having problems not selling well. That's what they do, right? Game's not selling? Zombie. That's it. I, oh, okay, great. How long does that work for? I don't know. We're on Dead Rising 5. They, they, uh, the, amount, the amount of games like this, you know, what, you know what, how this game survives? If it's on when it's on PC and there's like modding communities that could like so like all of a sudden like you're uh, Mickey Mouse mowing down zombies or you know you know what I'm talking about like that's how you keep that type of game alive. Otherwise, it's Tra- just Travis. I'm not saying you have to hate it, but you have to understand. See, the difference between you and I is I'm an <laughs> old dude. I'm old. Okay. But my hobby is still, I love video games. I have loved video games since I was four, okay? I have played everything, everything in existence, everything that you knew before it existed, everything. So when you see things come out, true. you, you played, appreciate he, them. He you even appreciate them for what they are, right? You appreciate what they are. You see the innovation as you get older. You see things improve. You see how things have changed over the years and how things have modified and gotten better. But when you see the same game 60 times, right? right? Once you see a game that many times, I don't care what face is on the cover box. I, it doesn't matter to me anymore. That, like that, you that's don't, exactly right. That's it. Right. Travis is exactly right. You know how it survives? Game Pass. That's right. That's right. That is a game. And you, know what, you know what's funny, Travis? We make fun of it. But that's exactly what's going to happen. 
you look at certain games and you're like, eh, that game's okay. And you're like, Game Pass would it would be good on Game Pass, right? Because like, here's, you what, I, here's what I want to do for you, Travis. You yeah. wouldn't pay full price for it, so you want it to go on Game Pass type of thing, right? That's what it is. I think I think I think what I would rather do is I think we should save the screenshots of one of Travis's times being here and his thought process. And we would just capture it. And then <laughs> later on down the road, when we find Travis at some other year down the road, and we listen to how Travis talks and how he thinks about games, and then go, oh, that's very interesting. Here's Travis from 2023, <laughs> right? Same thing. Same thing. Here, so once th you've seen it, once you've seen it enough times, you, you don't get as excited for it anymore. You look to see something new and inventive. Right. You have to understand when when first person shooters came out, when they first started coming out, when Wolfenstein, yeah, Wolfenstein came out, Doom, right, then Doom came out and then Heretic came out and then all the other ones started coming out. It was first person shooter hellscape. Everybody and their mother Everybody. would come out with a first person shooter. Duke Nukem. Right. Everyone. Everyone. Now, I'm not saying it was bad. We loved every moment of it because everyone found the first-person shooter sure. that they really liked. But things had to move on, which is why we ended up with the original SOCOM, which is why we ended up with the original Battlefield series, right? You started twisting the first-person shooter genre into something else. Dark Forces, right? Dark Forces 2. That was good. Right? Yeah. right? These are all good games. And we start to move forward. And a little bit of changes here and there. But... When you see the same thing, and we're not talking about like kind of same cookie cutter, like here's another game, guys. It's coming back from 1995, and it's another Paul, zombie game. Paul, Paul says, all crazy about it. Paul says, uh, Dead Rising 5 uh, would be someone's first Dead Rising, though. He says, but Dead Rising 5 would be some gamer's first time playing Dead Rising. You can't cancel a game because you have, you, you have played the older games. Sure, you can. You know why? Because your player base. That played one, two, three, four, and five. And they go, yeah, I'm kind of tired of it. And there's a buzz going on because let's be honest, the kids that are younger don't have money. They haven't, they haven't seen it. No, they haven't seen well, it. Well, no, they don't have money. They either. haven't seen it. And then, mom, dad, can I buy this? And dad goes, no, nah, I played one, two, three, and four. It's it's bad. Don't don't get that. Right, Let, no, he's not going to say that. He's going to get it because his kid's screaming at him for twenty for for six days. I, I listen. I'm not saying don't buy a game. All I'm saying is, if, listen, if you, and I, I hate to use these kind of terms, but it's kind of the way I, I have to break it down in order to give a, a, a division between what I'm talking about. If you are a non-gamer, if you were a kid who played video games, and then as soon as you started dating, you stopped playing video games, and you went on to your own life, and you didn't care about video games right. anymore, right? You got a real job, you got a real mortgage, a real wife, some kids, and you didn't have time for video games anymore, doesn't matter to you. But if you're someone who is, this is your hobby, you, this is what you think that you do. Like, I, this is what I do, right? In my spare time, I play video games. You are seeing everything. You are watching everything. So after the sixth or seventh thing comes out and it repeats, you're just not as excited for it. Right. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm just saying that they have, developers have this window into your soul. They know that people play between five and eight years and then they move on and they know when they can repeat something. And so they repeat it, right? And if, and if you've been around long enough, you see the repeat, you see it. That's all. Well, it, it's it's not always that it's it's a bad thing, but what I, what I see is there are more repeats 
then there are guys taking chances because now it's all about the obscene money, not about building a community around a new IP and then carrying it forward. Right. Right. Gears of War, Halo, Final Fantasy, uh, Dark Souls. Like there, there are so many IP games that have built communities and the people follow these games around and they long to wait for the next one to come out because they always top the last one and it's going to be amazing. Right. And I agree, but you end up with this, these, these other tier games like dead rising five, where, I mean, is it, is it really so amazing that it's going to be the next, the next blockbuster video game, or is it just another zombie game? Right. Well, here, here's the thing. Like you're saying it, Paul, in, in chat, he says it, it becomes lazy for sure. Yeah, so much lazy. Before I go to the next story, because it's a good segue, right? We're gonna say we're gonna say goodbye to Dead Island, uh, Dead Island Five, or Dead Island, Dead Rising Five. It's been vagoded. Okay, Vagoda comes in, takes out Dead Rising Five, and then we come back to Saints Row franchise in Jeopardy. And this is a good segue here because when when they take an IP and they just try to milk it as much as they possibly could, okay? This is what happens when you say Saints Row. Saints Row, not only is it just milking the franchise for what it is, but then it's also a reboot, right? It's a reboot, it's a reimagined of what it was. So a report suggests that the future of Saints Row franchise is in jeopardy after the critical commercial failure of 2022 reboot. Now, going back to what Paul said, you can't cancel a game because it's always someone's first game. Well, let me tell you something. They rebooted Saints Row. Where's the kids? Where where did all the people go that this is their first Saints Row, their experience of Saints Row? A shitty game is a shitty game regardless how it's how it's put out, right? So rumors are suggesting that future of Saints Row franchises in jeopardy and Saints Row franchise has a rocky few years. Saints Row franchise initially emerged as a competitor for Grand Theft Auto. When it was good, when it was good, when it was good, it and, was the and, spoof. It was the spoof version of GTA. Yeah, it was the non-realistic version of GTA, right? And then it went off the hills, and you're beating people with uh, sparkly dildos, which is fine because it was fun, right? And then it went off even deeper, deeper into the into the depths, right? Saints Row turned up crazy with each game moving further and further away from reality. However, this did allow series to carve out its own niche amongst the best open world games, building up the dedicated fan base. Now, there is a section of the community that felt that the game had gone too far with the craziness, although violations did uh, uh, violation did its best to embrace uh, this is newer entry uh, of degrees of success. Now, the news that Saints Row may be put to rest. Uh-oh. Put to rest. Vagodad. It's been Vagodad, guys, before it's even been... been we, we, that's it. It's official. It's official. We're not even going to read the rest of the article. It's been vagoded, right? It's been put on the shelf. Last game of the series, Saints Row. Uh, Gate out of hell, 2015. And then it was also well-received by critics before it was 2013 Saints Row 4, which some fans also seen the point that the games jumped the shark. Oh, man. You know where Jump the Shark comes from, Sarge? <clears throat> I do. Do you? I do. Are you sure you know? I, I know 100%. 100%? 100%. Yeah, I'll give you a hint. Hey. What? 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 Okay. That's yeah. correct. Right? I That's know exact correct. 100% where it came from. Chad, do you okay. know where the term jump the shark came from? Yeah. Who in here Who here knows where jump the shark came from? Let's see. First person in the chat who says it. 
Let's go, old people or people who are nerds. It, it, if you there know, we go. Yeah, deep, deep, there it is. It's the Fonz in an episode literally jumped the shark. Like he jumped sharks, and that's when the ratings in the in the show. Well, the, the show the show ratings were tanking. Yes, and they had Fonz in a leather coat yes. on water skis. Yeah. Being towed by a speedboat, and he literally jumped over yeah, sharks. Jumped over sharks, and that's, that's where the, that's where is. the term comes from. So yes. yeah, uh, Saints Row was was trash, right? You you could use the emote chat. It was trash. We have one. Sarge used it. Yeah, it's one hundred percent trash. That's that's why we that's why we have it here. Well, because you lose. Listen, I'm, I would never say that I'm mad at the developers, right? What I do say is is if when you have an iconic franchise such as Saints Row, if you don't find, I'm not, I'm probably going to say this incorrectly, if you don't find the correct people to put together to have all the pieces fit properly, right, it doesn't work. Like, in a game like that, the story's got to be good, the transition and what you do in the game has got to be good. The gameplay right? got to be good, right? And the gameplay has to be good. Right? Graphics have to be good. Like the four, the four pillars of of a good game. And if you just think it's okay because the IP is going to carry us, and you have two out of the four or three out of the four, but you don't care about the fourth piece, like people realize it. Or you can, once again, you can say the word if you want to. You can say that they're all burnt out. Or they right. they have they have Saints Row fatigue, right? We played so many Saints Row games that I have Saints Row fatigue, and so I'm not <laughs> interested in the game anymore. Meanwhile, do you think for one moment anybody? I'm not saying you, Travis, because I know you're going to answer. <laughs> do you think anyone is saying that they have GTA fatigue? Right. This is the difference. This is the difference. When you when you want to cultivate a game and you want it to last, now I'm mad at I'm mad at Rockstar for other things, but you can't dismiss the fact of what they created and how they were able to milk it for eight years with no DLC because of the sheer amount of microtransactions in that game that they didn't you, even need to Grand make Theft a DLC. Now. You're talking about Grand Theft Auto now. Yes. Yes. Well. Let me let me show you something, Sarge. <clears throat> let me let me show you, let me let me show you something that's. Uh, I I would say water. I will laugh my ass off if Chat GPT gives them the code to make the next greatest game. <laughs> I will laugh my ass off, off. Okay, so going from Saints Row, the next thing I want to show you is this right here, Chat. Now I know you're looking at this, going, "What is this? What is this?" Thirty. Wait, wait, what am I looking at? This is where am I, where am I look where am I looking? This is a this is computer on the screen, Sarge. On the screen. Oh, all right, all right. Okay. This is a computer generated from a game engine called Rage 9. Rage is the uh, the the game software engine that they use for Grand Theft Auto. Okay. Red Dead Redemption 2 used Rage 8. And supposedly this is Rage 9 engine, in-game engine. I'm gonna play you a little a little little thing here. Okay. And this is the water effects inside their engine, right? Like, look, look at this. Okay, this is the thing they teach kids in school about tidal waves and stuff. Yeah. This is not graphics. <laughs> Supposedly, this is the engine they might be using for Grand Theft Auto Six. So, just this little clip here, okay? And you guys are not seeing it at a high quality, okay? But this, 
this is insane. Okay. Okay. If Grand Theft Auto 6 comes out, now I, I want to kind of talk about this because in chat they were said, I think Travis said it a little bit, right? Like Grand Theft Auto, he's Grand Theft Auto'd out. Okay. Now we, we brought it up a, a while ago and you said this might be the last Grand Theft Auto after this. This is like the peak, right? After this, it's going to go, it's going to start losing well, its Grand Theft Auto ness because we, the reason, well, let me bring it up here. Context, context. Is because they were talking about changing the dialogue and becoming like woke or whatever. And if that's true, if they're changing what Grand Theft Auto stands for, which is they they just do whatever they want and it makes it an entertaining game. But if they bend the knee to what society is doing, that this could be the last Grand Theft Auto, basically. Uh, but these graphics right here, right? This this is insane. If this is it, I, listen. I if I was 12 and you showed me water on a screen, I'd probably be excited for Grand Theft Auto, right? <laughs> Honestly. But this could be, I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to be honest, this could be some Discovery Channel nonsense of teaching you how waves work in the science lab. Oh, this okay? is Grand Theft Auto's uh, new game engine tech demo. Th that's cool, bro. Whatever you say, I believe you, okay? All I'm saying <laughs> is, if you really want me to get excited, Okay, about Grand Theft Auto, whatever it's called, right? You show that on the screen, and then you show a dude walk up and say two or three words. Then you have me. Then I start looking at it and I'll analyze the video. But showing me water in a tray doesn't get my balls all hot you're, and bothered you're, you're asking, about this. You're asking the wrong questions, though, Sarge. Why are they showing us a water clip of this, of the game engine? Because we all know it's going to be Florida, bro. We That's right. We already know this. Surrounded by water. We, are, we already know this. Right. Surrounded so by the water. water has to look. The water has to look good because you're going to spend a lot of time flying over it or driving on it with a boat that's, or jet that's ski. Right. 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 We, we just don't know what it's going to be called because it can't be called Vice City because it's, it's a time travel thing. Now, if you are really rehashing, and I really mean this, if you're rehashing, well, I mean, they, and you're going to go back, if you're going to go back in time again and make this like the new and improved Vice City. I'll, I'll raise my hand. You have me. I'm listening. Because, <laughs> because during my gaming PlayStation days, right, Grand Theft Auto Vice City was one of my favorite games oh. ever. Well, the music ever. was, just, the music was okay? just top notch. Ever. I 100%ed that game, right? I broke two controllers doing it, but I 100%ed that game. Yeah. Right? Well, I, and, I I, even got, I, and I even got the T-shirt because when you 100% the game, your guy gets a T-shirt. It, it makes sense, though, Sarge, because they are rehashing it, right? Because Grand Theft Auto 3 was in Liberty City. Then there was Vice City, and then there was San Andreas. Then the Grand Theft Auto 4 was Liberty City. Grand Theft Auto 5 was Los Santos and Vice City, right? I mean, that's that's what they're doing, right? But well, I still stand supposedly. by what I think. I think the online version is going to take Liberty City, going to take Los Santos, and going to take Vice right. City, and it's all going to be one giant conglomerate world of GTA. All right, GTA so just, just world. real quick, just real quick in chat, if you play GTA Vice City, give me a thumbs up. Let me see. Let me see how many people play Grand Theft Auto Vice oh, City. That should be everybody in the chat. I it can't be everybody. Not everybody everybody likes it. Not everybody. Everybody. I'm just curious. Give me a thumbs up just to give me an idea chat how many people. Wrong. Everybody, everybody <clears throat> played Grand Theft Auto Vice City. Come on, everybody. <clears throat> the reason why I ask is I wanted to ask the question. I wanted to ask the question to those of people who have played it, right? What was, Duplass, what do you, you believe? Play, you haven't played it? Get, get out of here. Get out of here, Douglas. What, 
Yeah, okay. Hey, Paul, I'll, Paul, you're, you sound like an old dude, right? So I'll sounds ask Paul. like an old dude. He sounds like an old dude, right? That he's, been, he's been sounds around. like an old dude. He's been he's been around, right? So, Paul, what was what was harder in in, in Grand Theft Auto Vice City? Was the level ten ambulance ambulance test, or was it the pizza delivery level ten? Which one was the hardest, right? Because the cop car one and the other one wasn't that hard. I know it was the ambulance and the pizza guy. For you, which one was it? <laughs> because I broke two controllers, right? I broke two controllers. <laughs> All right, Dupas, I understand you're you're, you're young because Vice, Vice City when it was out, you were Dupus, too young. We're just to, messing to with it. you, man. Yeah, we're just yeah. messing with you. We know we know what age bracket you're in. It's cool, man. Don't 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 take it personally. All right, I'll, I'll say this, bro. But the pizza delivery like, mission. You're on, you're you're on the scooter. You're on a scooter. Okay, and you have to deliver pizzas. Uh, yeah, that was with the, with the countdown, with the constant countdown, and you have to deliver at, at, at level ten. You got to do five drops. Okay, yeah. and you're on a scooter. And let me tell you, cars spawn anywhere oh, at any time. Yeah, on and as soon as you hit a car with the scooter, and you go flying off, you could pretty much kiss that run yep. goodbye. And here's and here's the rub. Here's the rub. And I know most of you didn't understand this when I said this, and then why I broke two controllers. But when you get to level nine or ten, it doesn't matter what level you get to. But if you fail, you start over from the beginning. Yep. You don't get to start from level eight or nine. Like it felt like it felt you like battle start toads. from level one. Yeah, it felt like okay? battle toads. Level was, was... one. So three and a half hours, four hours, and you mess up, and then you have to start over again. I broke a controller. I, I was on my third controller when I finally hundred percent of that game. The 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 I swear to God, and I don't know if it did this. <laughs> But I felt like the higher levels you got, the squirrelier that that bike got. Hey, it just you you barely touched and, the wheel. And it would, yeah, it, it would it would do this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I God, I hated that thing. I hated that thing. <clears throat> All right. So, going from that, I I, I kind of we're, we're at nine twenty right now. I don't want to talk about about this long. Uh, I I made a video of this separately. Uh, Microsoft. Uh, made a deal with Nintendo for a 10-year deal, Sarge. And then Microsoft made a 10-year deal with NVIDIA. Uh, obviously, uh, even in the even in the courtroom or whatever, uh, Brad Smith was like, I have the contract in my pocket right here. If Sony would like to sign it right now, we're giving them the same deal at 10. We all know, we've already rehashed this. It's not about Call of Duty. But what do you think? Does this, I, I said in a video that this is game set match, right? Basically, in my opinion, they got everybody else to sign up that's important enough, right? Because they got Nintendo, which $150 million, and they got another $25 million from the NVIDIA. So it's $175 million other people potentially. There's a lap over, but uh, they, they have $175 million other people that could play Call of Duty now if Microsoft gets Call of Duty. What, what do you think of this whole scenario, Sarge? Well, what, what do you want me to say about what do I think about them? The deal actually going through? Yeah, yeah. Or... But basically, the the deal. Do you think now because Nvidia and Nintendo were on board? Obviously, I know you already thought that the deal was going to go through. The deal's going through. Yeah, but do you think even more now? Yeah, Paul, correct. Tencent was even like, yeah, we we're okay with it as well, right? So this this is this is game set match, right? It, it's just once again, this whole thing has always been a publicity thing and a stall a stall stall tech. That's all it is. Uh, it's you're not going to be able to prove that what Microsoft is doing is cornering the market or establishing some type of monopoly. 
It, all it's doing is acquiring a publishing company who has three different divisions, one being mobile, okay? And they are specifically getting into that company because they want a slice of that mobile yeah, pie. The mobile market. Period. Yeah. Period. So if you think the $3 billion price tag for what COD can make is 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 a attractive and why Sony is crying, the king and candy crush blows COD out of the water. So it doesn't make sense to even discuss it anymore. It, it's just something that is. We've seen it in the past, and we'll see it again. Uh, what I'm curious to know, though, is if if anyone, and not just Sony at this point, if if they look at COD as being that type of title, then for the love of God, if you have so many studios doing first-party titles, it doesn't take much just a little bit of ingenuity, a little bit of passion, some good writers, and come out with your own FPS to go against it. That's all you have to do. That's it. It's not that hard, right? Do you, does anyone remember Bad Company 1? Like, you played through the game with the four guys for the four classes, and it was a story, and for those of you who are old enough to know, the story is basically Kelly's Heroes, a World War II movie starring Clint Eastwood, where the military guys go through the war looking for gold so when they leave, they can leave rich instead of dying in a foreign land and have nothing to show for it. What a great concept, right? It was a good story with missions, and when you finish the game, here's a, here's a cool part, guys, if you don't remember. If you took your time and went through the game properly, you would find hidden guns. And if you found the hidden gun during the story, you could use it in multiplayer. Right. So it gave you a reason to want to 100% the story so you'd have better game, guns in the multiplayer. You would play the story version, and when the story was over, the game then became a multiplayer game for the rest of its existence, right? Bad Company 1 and 2, amazing. So you're telling me just everybody who can make a first-person shooter game with some story plots and something I could collect and a really good first-person shooter is just unheard of. I'm sorry. Those people are all dead. Like, that's nonsense. It's absolute nonsense, right? I'll even give I'll even give Battlefield a little bit of credit for Battlefield One when they told the stories of those those people during the war and you did the actual maps in a different way to do the single player mission. I thought that was cool, right? Right? I thought they did a nice job, right? The music was epic. The graphics were great. I think. Listen, we all know that World War One could have been a shit show as a first-person shooter. As a matter of fact, I'll prove it. You can look up right now some games that are trying to do World War I first-person shooters, and most of them suck. Why? Because they all have single-bolt-action rifles, right? Everyone's yeah. running around, boom, click, click, boom, click, click. That's all you hear the whole match. And there's no machine guns. It's, it's boring as hell. But EA was able to take World War I and turn it into something fun, right? So I know it's possible that they can make another first-person shooter for good old Sony, and they could have a good old time. Well, 
Sarge, I, I brought this up today and Stealth brought it up in chat just now, right? Once this deal goes through, right, obviously, if they can buy Activision Blizzard for $60 billion, who's to say that all of a sudden Sony goes, you know what, we're going to buy EA? And hear me out here, right? <laughs> <clears throat> hear, hear me out. <laughs> they, they, they buy EA, and here's the reason they buy EA, right? Because <clears throat> they, they see they, that they could change the landscape and they could run the deal with, with Call of Duty. But now they take Battlefield, right? They take Battlefield, they make it exclusively, like Stealth said, for, for PlayStation, right? It's a smaller niche group. It's not as big selling as, as, as Call of Duty. But now right. PlayStation takes Battlefield and only makes it on PlayStation, right? And now they would have Madden and they would have FIFA and they would have all that stuff. Do you think that's possible, Sarge? Do you think it's possible that Sony would buy EA to counter? PlayStation needs to establish their dominance in the consoles first where everyone comes to them for their titles. If their market share gets big enough, they will make an acquire. They will acquire somebody. But until then, right, the market's a little wishy-washy right now. I'm not sure if you're paying attention, but the gaming market's a little, a little rough, right? You have, you have many, many studios being swallowed up, guys being fired, like companies restructuring because all the, all the plans for all this MTX games and service things are not working out for them, right? So you need to go back to your roots, which is I make a game, I sell a game. And if it's a good game, AKA Hogwarts, right? It sells a shit ton of copies and we can do what we want for the next game, right? I believe Sony could do the same thing, right? I believe Sony would make an acquirement as soon as things calm down a little bit. I think they would. <clears throat> but figure out the price. Yeah, figure out the price of EA. And you guys could do a, like a little... A funny math for yourselves. You have to figure out how much PlayStation's worth, how much EA's worth, and see if it's a doable transaction. Paul, what I'm saying is just hypothetically, you know, what would Sony do to get back in in, in competition, right? Because <clears throat> they would have to buy a bigger company, right? And like Square Enix is not that company. Ubisoft is not that company, right? They need a they need a swing, right? So obviously. Right, Paul. It's 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 not going to be guaranteed in any way, shape, or form. But I'm just looking at like what could they do if they're so worried about Call of Duty? You guys are saying Kill Zone, Kill Zone, like Call of Duty's here, Battlefield's here, Kill Zone's below my microphone, right? Like Kill Zone's not even in the in the in the picture, right? It didn't sell that many copies of Kill Zone, and they made what five of them, right? There's like one, was, two, three, four, was, and then something else. It was okay. It wasn't amazing. It was okay. Yeah. Here, kill, kill Zone. They have Kill Zone, Kill Zone Two, Kill Zone Three, Kill Zone Shadowfall, right? Kill Zone Liberation, Kill Zone Motor it, 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 Bro, it had its run. It had its but run. That, that's that's not that's not a competitor to Call of Duty or Battlefield. Battlefield's not even a competitor to Call of Duty, right? Right. So, just just a just a thing. Would it be possible that they could buy it? Um, and obviously, I said a couple weeks ago. EA doesn't want to get bought out by Microsoft. They're already in bed with Microsoft. That's why they have EA play on Game Pass. They, 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 they want their games as out to as many people as possible because the more people that play their games, more people they can sell microtransactions to. So we'll see what happens there. All right. <clears throat> PlayStation I'll... State of Games. Sorry, go ahead, Sarge. No, I want to talk about this. Uh, uh, State of Games. There's, there's two videos I want to kind of bring up here. Um, there's a... Uh, I'll have it in the background as we talk about it uh, playing. This is this is Suicide Squad, 
Okay. Suicide Squad killed the Justice League. Now, <clears throat> when they first started showing this, I started making videos of this and was talking about it as, um, you know, I was interested in the beginning. But then all of a sudden we had, you know, Marvel's Avengers comes out. Marvel's Avengers kind of like tanks because of what it is. It, was, it wasn't built from the ground up. So far, from what I saw, we didn't know anything up to this point. And we're four months away, less than that now, three months away from this game launching. Right? And they were saying nothing about this. And all of a sudden, two days ago, they said, hey, we're going to show you this footage. And they show you footage here. And there's this trailer, six-minute long trailer here, talking about and This looks like it's going to be the first. I think Flash is the first person you fight in this game uh, based on, like, in the past and how they show trailers and whatnot. This game is a, and, and Stealth put it in chat earlier, this is a cross-platform co-op game. You can play by yourself. And the, the bots will take over the other characters. And during the mission, you can just swap. So if you're if you're Harley Quinn and you want to jump to Boomerang, you can jump to Boomerang to go to King Shark, go to Deadshot. You could be any of the characters that you want. Okay. Now, we don't know about the leveling process so much. We know that you're leveling up with gear score. But obviously, how does that work? Does your gear score only go up if you're using that character? Does it go up if you they're all together? Like You know what I mean? Like We don't know that meat and potatoes yet of it. It looks very smooth, Sarge. It looks very the verticality of it, where you can go high and it's wide open metropolis. I don't know if Gotham Knights is in this. Like we know in another trailer, they were going to Gotham to go to Arkham to get these guys, but I don't know if there's a map of actual Gotham. Maybe it's a expansion pack later down the road. It's not. It, it's not Gotham. It's, this is Metropolis. No, I know this is Metropolis. I said I don't oh, know you're, if, for DLC. I got yeah, you. I don't know if Goth, Gotham's actually in the game because they have to go to Arkham to get these guys out, right? So Gotham's in the game, but it, I don't know if it's an open-world part. It's just part of the story. That, that's where you get the the, the Suicide Squad from, right? Um, so, because that, that was in another trailer. So, based on what you're just seeing here, Sarge, right? I'll, I'll tell you more about the the stats and the, the gear and all that other stuff in a bit. But watching this, what what is your first impressions off of this this trailer that we saw, the gameplay that we saw of Suicide Squad? I got a lot to say about this, actually. So go ahead. Uh, all right. So first of all, I I watched the trailer about ten times. What, what I notice is this. First of all, I want to thank the marketing department, whoever's in charge, who decided to direct what they were going to show for this trailer, because what they did here is old school. Okay, the guys that are using the characters to show you how the game is played are phenomenal. They know how to move the character. The transversal is amazing. The move sets are great. It's free flowing. The, the, the graphics are crisp. The lighting is amazing. Okay, look at look at the verticality. Yeah, very, very vibrant, very vibrant right. looking. Look at the verticality in the game that you can how how much you can move around. It's almost it's I, I, I'm not gonna say uh, it's almost like those uh, what what were those games the the MOBA games right the, the Lawbreakers and those type of games where it's quick quick moving and you have full mobility you can fly and jump and long jumps and wall walk and all kinds like the amount of possibilities you have here with the move sets. And your and your your transversal completely. I also noticed that because of the fact that you're moving around so much. Now I, I I thought this to be a bad thing, but because these purple dots are on everything, right? These purple dots, right? 
it's like oh it's purple dots they have to shoot the purple dots like you're tw- like you're like you're six years old yeah they're tra- yeah. like they're training you right but that's not what it is right if you didn't have the purple dots you would just be shooting into an object like a bullet sponge right but when you put an object on it you like gotta, that you gotta aim for it right because when you're transversing and you're and you're running around trying to dodge stuff it gives you something to aim for while you're moving your guy around right so it 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 trains players to be able to move their character uh, more, I guess, uh, fluidly while you're shooting, as opposed to just picking a target and firing into it. I thought that from what I could, from what I saw, if the writing is like what I see, amazing. Yeah. Right. Right. The characters, the way that they look, the, I, I can't get over the, the lighting and the engine. I keep looking at this like if this is just the, if this is just for them to for promotion and the game doesn't look like this, I'm going to be upset. But the move sets and the guys moving around, it looks the same. It looks the same. The I have I have a little I like the way it looks. I like the art style they chose. But for some reason, obviously, this takes place five years after Arkham. Uh, what is it? Uh, Batman Arkham. Right, Arkham Knight. Is that's that what, what they, it is? That's what they say. Is that's it Arkham Knight? I, I forget what the last <laughs> Batman game was. Chad, help me out. Right. So, <clears throat> uh, uh, Jason Marshall says that that Wonder Woman looks hideous. She does look pretty bad. Let, let's let's rewind that for a second. Right. The character models, for some reason, she looks very manly. Right. She looks very like Diana's supposed to be this like. Is that Am- for real, Paul? That's A- real. Amazon. Amazon woman, but she's supposed to look gorgeous. And this looks nothing but not gorgeous, right? So also Harley Quinn, she also doesn't look very good as as a female as well. Like she doesn't look as good as what they so I like the art style, but at the same time I don't like the art style. But here's why I think they look the way they look. Now Wonder Woman can't change, but Harley Quinn can because there's gonna be sales of cosmetics and different ways you different look from different comic books. Now you gotta remember. Marvel's Avengers was the same way. They gave you the D squad of the Marvel's Avengers, and then they got better looking as time progressed with the. So I'm a little worried on that aspect of it. Now, they did say that there's going to be. They did say there's going to be expansions. They said all content. They didn't say it's free. They just said they're going to keep supporting the content, which I was okay with because they didn't say all content up this, unless I missed it. Correct me if I'm wrong. Okay. But. All content, they're going to continue after the fact. So this is like a Destiny-esque, Marvel's Avenger-esque type of game, okay? Where your four characters starting off. So let me compare. Destiny, you had three heroes. Warlock, Titan, Hunter. This, you have four characters, right? There's a gear score. There's there's uh, different customizations for weapons. There's skill trees that you can do. Uh, that we haven't seen yet, but there's talents like you can pick, uh, make your play style and what you're not. I don't know, man. I'm excited for it, but also I'm a kind of a little bit iffy because of okay. what Marvel's Avengers has done to me. And I put a thousand hours into that game. So I hope this game, <clears throat> I hope this game is good because the, the the verticality of it, flying around, just watching Deadshot fly around with his floating with the jetpack and then moving around as fast as he does and boomerang. Like you said it earlier, Sarge. Whoever's playing this, the capture of them moving around and jumping around, excellent. I made a comment earlier today on my other show about the person that was playing Jedi Survivor didn't look like they knew what they were doing. They were getting hit a lot. 
it didn't really sell me on the gameplay. But when you get someone that actually plays, this looks phenomenal when they're jumping around uh, and 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 uh, changing, you know, back and forth, zooming all over the place. Look really cool. This the swinging in this looks better than I would say. Almost looks as like Spider Man isk. The, the acro the acrobatics of Harlequin with that with that uh, grapple hook looked phenomenal. It it really did. Yeah. Like here 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 here. The only couple negatives that I see, and I, I get your point when you say you're a little weary about it, but when I look at it, right, the marketing sells it for me as it should. I shouldn't have a doubt after seeing what I just saw. When I look at the other things that I've seen in the past for the advertisements for Midnight Sun, the advertisements for Marvel's Avengers here, right, I, I, I had doubts looking at it, the way that they were portraying it. Whoever decided to do this, whatever this is, the setup of this demo, right, is done yeah. professional, yeah. professional. The only things I did not like, right, and honestly, they're, they're very small, is the fact that I understand that the Suicide Squad is going after the Justice League, right? But in reality— I like it a lot. Uh, but the reality of what you're looking at is the Justice League is turned evil— and you're just a protagonist going against what now is right. evil. For me, I want them to be evil, and I want to go after the good guy. Like, that's what I don't see. Like, I'm I, 100% okay with it. I know they don't allow it to do that kind of stuff because you're not supposed to portray the heroes that way. They can't control what they're doing. But I'd like to see Suicide Squad go after the heroes as they stand. Not because they're evil versions of themselves. Right. You know what I'm saying? Well, right. You you didn't make you didn't make Harley Quinn the villain. You made Harley Quinn and the Suicide Squad the hero, and now you made the Justice League right. the bad guys. Yeah, yeah. It's not I'm actually the bad guy going yeah, after I, I the get Justice what you're saying. League. What I what I would like to know, what I would like to know is they they talk about that after you're done with the story, there's gonna be more heroes that you can use or more characters that you can use. So after the story, if the story's done and you beat Brainiac, okay, and everyone's gone and you killed all off the heroes, I I said this uh, a little bit. I said uh, in my in my video, I said it would be interesting if you choose to kill or capture. Um, uh, yeah, right. Like if you let's say you capture the Flash, I think it would be really cool if you could use the Flash. You you know what I'm saying? Like so, it would it would be a couple of playthroughs. You would have to do a playthrough of where you. Fight Flash, beat Flash, and kill Flash, and then you would have to go back again and fight Flash and capture Flash, and then down the road you could be Flash as one of the people that are playing. But I do love the fact that you are bad guys going up against good guys because really most a lot of games don't do this. That's correct. But I see what you're saying because they're really not. You're really you're the bad guys because the good guys, and the good guys are actually the bad guys. Uh, okay, but. If I'm going to give if I'm going to have suspension of disbelief here, right? There's no way they're going to beat Superman unless they got some kind of kryptonite gear. Like think about Lex Luthor. Yeah. I, but okay, but let's let's let that go. Let's let that go. If Lex Luthor is helping them, then they have they have a way to kill Superman. Period. Right? right? If they have Lex Luthor helping, yeah. plus the other guys that they have helping them, I'm sure each of them has a way to defeat one of the bosses. There's four guys there's four guys they have to fight. I'm sure they're connected. The only other thing I did not like, small thing, I know, I'm a dude, right? I don't like the way Wonder Woman looks. Yeah, right? that's, that's what I'm saying. She, 
She's supposed to be an Amazon I said. goddess, like yeah. an Amazon goddess. She looks nothing. Um, yeah. She looks like Butch Cassidy in the Sundance <laughs> Kid. Like I don't, I don't understand why she has to look that way. Why? Like I, she doesn't have to be Claudia Schiffer's supermodel, but she's an Amazon goddess. I don't understand what we're doing here. Like they put, they they might as well put her in sweatpants and a headband. I don't, I don't understand what they were trying to do. <clears throat> so there's this part right here. This is by the behind the scenes uh, aspect of it, which we'll go over more. But in this spot right here, I guess so, Jason. She talks about. She says that there's there's parts in the game where you get uh, talents. Okay. So you get talents. Let me let me actually let me let me pause it for a second. Let me bring it up the volume. Watch your ears, uh, chat. I don't know how loud it's going to be real fast. Okay, listen listen to what what she says here. Oh, hold on. Sorry, it's it's muted. Unmute. If you have a Bane gear set and you trigger his buffs in front in the game, weapons there's there's added variety from weapon manufacturers. There's LexCorp weapons, there's GCPD weapons, there's Armortech weapons. Later on in the game, we also have gear sets. The gear sets are villain themed. Gear sets, for example, and they're villain themed. Gear sets, and they're villain themed. Okay. So if you have a Bane gear set, she said you have a Bane gear set. His buffs in the game. Some of it. You have buffs. Now you see the weapons. They have that Bane ooze, like hitting people and stuff like that. So this makes me wonder, like. Can you get a scarecrow kit where you all of a sudden you make them all hallucinate and stuff like that, right? Like, can you get a, a Joker kit where all of a sudden there's like clowns and stuff going around and make some laughing gas or something? You know what I mean? Like, this is pretty but interesting. That's Borderlands. That's Borderlands. Right. So, this is pretty interesting to me when they said that. They also said, okay, they also said that there's different brands of guns. What does that remind you of, Sarge? Borderlands. Yeah, Borderlands, right? Yeah. So I, 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 when I actually look at this game, I see a more advanced version of Borderlands is what yeah. I see because you start with four and they're going to add some new guys. That's Borderlands. You've got gear sets and gun company manufacturers in the game. That's Borderlands. Right. Right. And then as this, as they're, they're talking about, because they said there's other heroes or other characters that you can get down the line, they're going to add more characters in later. This makes 100% sense that they said Bane. Now, comic book, nerds out there i don't know has bane ever been in part of suicide squad in any form of the comics i don't know i guess i guess i could look it up but i'm gonna go to the chat for this okay basically my point is if there's talents and stuff why not bring him in down the road and you can be bane right and i also look at bane yes everyone's saying yes i also look at bane if you look at king shark He's about the same size as Bane, right? So now I'm looking at this going, well, then he could be the copycat character of what, like they did in Marvel's Avengers where they brought Mighty Thor and Thor and, and right now. So they could bring a Bane character in. He's got the same type of model as King Shark. And obviously he'll, he'll have his own uh, talents and, and, and whatnot. I'm excited about this, right? I hope that they keep adding more heroes. I hope they add more stuff. But now I want to know the meats and potatoes, Sarge. Now I want to know, right? So I'm gonna, I'm gonna fast. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go back up a little bit to the where is it? You well, here's here's how you can rest easy, right? And this is how this is how you know you can rest easy. Looking at this game, I see a lot of time, 
a lot of polishing and a lot of passion for the DC universe. Whoever did, who, whatever devs are working on this Rock game, Rocksteady, Rocksteady, who made I, Batman. I, I, I'm talking about the, the the actual devs themselves. They yeah, they got the this same stuff people that down. made this game. Yeah, yeah, no, I get it. But devs switch in and out all the time. Oh, Temporary sure. Temporary contractors, the all these other yeah, people the that come company, in. Rocksteady has been done has <clears throat> has done justice to DC games. Yeah. So there's no way that you release a polished trailer with good with with a good background with the guys talking about their game. And it's done this well, and you're not going to get a preview of the game prior to the game coming out. There's no way. So I don't think you're going to have to worry about if the game's going to be good or not. All you have to worry about is what the next marketing thing they're going to show is, if it's gameplay or not. And to show actual gameplay as opposed to this very scripted, insanely done, very well, I might add, trailer. So, so... Hero Hero says this game is going to bomb as bad as Anthem, but I'm still going to play the shit out of it. <laughs> right? Who, so, who said that? Hero Hero. Uh, so here's the stat screen. Right? This is the this is uh, Boomerang or Captain Boomerang's. Uh, this reminds me of Anthem slash Destiny slash you know insert game here. You can see he's got multiple guns in his inventory. Right? There's six different types of weapons in this game as of right now. Okay, there's SMG, pistol, shotgun, sniper, uh, auto, uh, auto rifle, and I forget, there's one more I'm missing, right? Um, I think scout rifle, I think, is the other one, right? So you look at this, and now there's also a gear score, right? So you can see that there's a max level, there's a gear score. So I'm assuming, Sarge, that the gear score is going to be like Marvel's Avengers, where you can't get to certain areas until you're a certain gear score. It's going to be like Destiny, you can't go into a certain area until your gear score. There's going to be your power level. There's going to be your gear score level. So I don't know if this is good or bad. I'll be honest, because some some do good, some do it bad. Uh, you can well, see because it, you don't because you don't know how long it's going to take for the leveling process to occur. Right. You don't know what kind of what kind of uh, accrued currencies in the game are needed to level your character, and how long it takes to get those accrued currencies. You don't know, right? So uh, that's why I'm telling you, in a, the way this is portrayed, they're definitely going to show you a guy talking about what it takes to love your character. The only thing you're not going to know is time. You're not going to know how long you have to grind to play. Now, you said earlier about switching. So am I, to say, am I to hear it's like Avengers where you go out and you're one character and the other three guys are with you regardless? Yeah, so right? if you play solo... But in, but in this version of the game, not like Avengers, I could just switch to whoever I want, whenever I want. I, I believe that's what the guy says in the video. I'm trying to because see if, if, I can... if if that's if that's the case, then how do your characters level? That that's that was the next point I was right? gonna bring up. How do your characters that, that was the next level? point I was gonna bring because, up? Because because if if your individual guys gotta kill somebody to get XP, or because guys are dying, everybody gets XP. Right. Right. These are all good questions. So, so this is. Let me let me see if this is the part. And with a friend, two friends, or yeah, okay, this is the part. So let let me rewind a little bit. He talks about he talks about solo play with one friend, two friends, three friends. But listen listen to him Forever. closely. I like it. Our game is a one to four player co-op experience, which means that all the missions in the game have been designed to support solo play, playing with a friend, two friends, or three friends. For the single player fans, you can play in single player with bots filling in the role of the squad so you still feel like you're part of a team and you can switch them if you want. There it is. He just said it. So you can play solo and you can play with three bots 
and you can just switch anytime you want. So if you're in a certain mission and all of a sudden you want to be Harley, you could be Harley or you could be King Shark or whatnot. Now, here's my question for 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 leveling up, right? If I'm leveling up, if I'm leveling up, so here's a here's a screenshot of Harley and the and the gear, firearm one, two, melee grenade, uh traversal mod, shield mod. This is Borderlands, really. I mean, I really feel like it's Borderlands. Um how do you how do you level, right? If I'm if I'm playing Harley and we go into a dungeon, I'm playing solo, all my guys are with me. Does the whole team level up together? So all everyone's level one, then it's level ten. When I when I open up a chest, whatever, how you get the gear from a boss drop, does each person get that drop in your group, or is there only one person that you're playing at that time? And then if it's at only the person that you're playing at that time, can I switch? Like for instance. I have a big, powerful character that I've already leveled up. I'm being King Shark. Right before I kill the guy, I switch to Harley Quinn and open up the chest, and then do I get the piece? You, you see what I'm saying? Right. Do I get a piece for that person because I'm that person? Right. So or, I don't know or, if you have to or, pick the person before you go. Or are the pieces, or are the pieces just like a slot machine, is everything random? Everything now, random, if, or is certain if, gear only work for that person? Well, the, you, you answer your own question, though, because if— if I'm allowed to jump in, am I allowed to jump into your game? Is that they said that, that was one of those things yep. that I could jump yep. into the game? All right. So if I'm able to jump into your game, then total XP for killing guys has got to be shared together. Right. Everyone's together. Right. It's the only way it would work. Right. So that means that what ends up happening is it doesn't matter who you're playing. All the gear that's dropping is random. And you just happen to put it on the guy that happens to need it at the time. Right. That's basically probably how it works because that's how it worked. That's how it worked for Borderlands. Right. Right. All the gear would just drop and you would get pieces that didn't belong to you. And so you would just put it in the bank and have one of your other guys pick it up. Yeah. Well, uh, Jason, yeah, I said that in the beginning. Uh, Stealth put it in the chat earlier. I said that it's, it's cross crossplay. Seems, crossplay seems to be really cool, though, if that's real. Yeah, that's well, real. It is, it is real. That's that's a fact. That it's crossplay. Cross so wait, platform. our chat, our chat can actually play together. Yeah, all of us could play together. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's that's definitely a perk. Yeah. So yeah, right, water. I, I don't know about that. I think maybe they said it as to be funny, but if that's real. So here, here's the thing. I, I I looked look at look up on top real fast. I don't know if you guys can see this, but there's a check mark, um, up above. Like this is Harley the diamonds. This would be dead shot with the sniper rifle. Then you have King Shark, and then you have Boomer Captain Boomerang, and they all have check marks next to it. Now, I don't know if this answers the question. Like maybe the answer is right in front of us, and we just don't know it. Okay, so if you look at it, it's enlisted. They have check marks meaning enlisted. There's only four characters in the game, but L two R two is up there, and you get to pick your actual team, right? So, how far after is this going to be? where the game comes out and they put in new heroes. I think, and again, this is just me speculating, right? Put it in chat. Put it in chat. There's my, here's my fingers to my head. I'm making a prediction, okay? I think Lex Luthor is going to be one of the characters you can play, okay? I think Lex Luthor is going to be a character that you can play, and you're absolutely right, Sarge. He's going to give you the power. He's going to make some gear, that you can get from him from vendors or from missions that that do damage kryptonite damage okay and you'll be able to use him and you can maybe bring him into the fold right like in the story mode Lex Luthor will only be a quest giver and also help you get the technology you need to beat the heroes right okay but 
after the fact, I think you're going to be able to play Lex Luthor as one of the playable characters in his armor that he has. I think I think if the guns are named after the people in the game, I think that's probably your upgrade character. He has. I think Lex. He, he has Lex, Lex Corp and Bane. Yeah, there's a Lex Corp. Yeah, Lex yeah. and Lex and Bane. That would be five and six. Well, Krebsy brought up a good point. He says Bane can't be in the game because he's dead in the in the realm of the. Uh, did he die in that game? I don't remember. I haven't played it in a long time. They said Luther's weapons during the different uh, faction weapons list. Yeah, there's a there's a Lex weapon, right? I'm saying that he's part of the game as a faction to help you with certain things. But then after the game, because look at this up here. Wow, that's a tall order, Water Man. It's full crossplay and the game's four player. That's that's madness, bro. Think about that, right? If, he died. Listen, okay, I I'm a hundred percent behind this game if they can prove that crossplay with a four player in out in out option in a game works. After this, I give everybody the finger. I, I think if I think th this game good. comes out and works, everybody gets the finger. So there's here, just no way. Here's another thing I'm looking down on here. I'm not sure what this uh, second number is. We have. 38 is the level. I don't know if 19 is the gear score down here. I don't know which one is, is which. Um, you can see certain stats and certain guns, but this up here really gets me wondering, right? I don't I don't know what this is as far as why is there check marks? And then down here, if you look down here, she's got a check mark and it says enlisted. Okay, so it means that there's going to be a lot more characters in this game than we think. There's only four to start. Well, there's no there's no doubling up though, right? You can't have four. Harley you can't Clintons. have four. Well, they haven't said that yet. Like, I think it would only be. Well, I don't know. Maybe if you play Harley and then I play Harley and Stealth plays Harley, maybe we can have four Harleys. I don't know. Per potentially, I think you would be able to. Right, and then obviously now it's official. We can look at the very top. It says Squad. Okay. Well, why would you have a tab for Squad if there's only four people? You see what I'm saying here? Obviously, it's only four people, so squad, you have map, you have contracts, you have looks, loadouts, talents, socials, your friends, battle pass. Battle pass, they said, was only going to be cosmetic for people that want to do cosmetics. Um, they have the customization for weapons. Let me let me see where the weapon one is. Yeah, see these? That could be Krebsy. It could be ready up. Checkmark just means ready up. Eh, potentially, yeah. So right here, they have weapons, and you can see the weapons changing. Right, they customize certain things, add them how you want, different different things. Obviously, like this one right here. Okay, you got the big skull on the side uh, and whatnot. I don't know. Let me go back to the question, Sarge, that I asked years and years ago when I said, if a game comes out like Destiny, exactly as is Destiny, but it's themed in something that you're interested in, right? Does it make it a better game? Right now, I'm not saying this is a better game than Destiny. What I'm saying is the same type of tape type of looter shooter, but in an IP that you like, does it make it a better game if they do exactly the same type of stuff as the it past gives, game? I don't know, it's not about being better. It just makes it, it allows me to want to play the game and give it a chance longer. If it's something that I'm actually are into, I will give it more of a chance when I play through it as opposed to dismissing it right away if there's something in the game I don't like because the IP itself keeps me interested. I don't say I won't say better. Right. But so real quick, I want to look at this. I here's Harley Quinn in a different outfit. You see her hair is let down a little longer. Her face looks a little different, right? So this this is interesting because if you look at this face of her, it's the same character style, but you can see that she's wearing Wonder Woman's outfit cosmetic wise and then you, you fast forward um and and it, and it goes into the the prison outfit and it looks a little different 
I agree that the the outfits, not the outfits, the character model of the women don't look very feminine. I, they look I would more. Be... They look more masculine than they do feminine. There's there's nothing wrong with a strong, no. attractive heroine. Right. Well, there's there nothing isn't. wrong with Wonder Woman the way she was. Strong female character. Yeah. Right. I, I mean, you could have just put you know, Gal Gadot's face right on that girl right there. There'd be no problem. Well, I'm sure if you get this on the PC, someone will make a mod. Some, and that, someone that, will make a mod 100%. for sure. Percent. I think I think your your bonus characters are are Lex and Joker. Well, Joker's dead. Well, you, everyone says everyone's no, dead. No, Joker died. I'm, this takes place five years after that game. Joker's dead. Yeah. Okay. Unless they have a thing where he can come back from the dead. Well, well then who else would you put in here? Who else matches well with the other heroes? Well, I don't want to go there's, on there's, down the speculation road, no, but there's, I'm there's, all, there's a shit ton of people in, the, in Suicide Squad. There's a ton of people you could put in the game. No, oh, yeah. Yeah, you don't have to put you don't have to put like the the characters like well, Joker. Well, then, if, you, if you're following if you're following that logic, then you wouldn't put Lex in there at all. True. You have to put it. You have to put in these other guys. Travis says Red Hood. Red Hood could possibly potentially be in the game. Yeah. 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 I. There's a lot. I'm gonna I'm gonna break down. I'm gonna break down this uh, this trailer more because uh, there's a lot said in this. There was a lot said inside this uh, this trailer. Um, I'm excited. I'm excited for the game. Uh, it, this, I'm more, I'm is, more hopeful is, for the game now. Yeah. This is this is the proper way to unveil what you have worked on. Right, that's that trailer is an old school trailer. I, I don't know who they. I would like to. I would like to find the information out. Oh, who directed that trailer? Who directed that? Uh... What What do you think as far as the the city looks gigantic? It looks pretty pretty freaking big. Okay, when when you look at the city though, like it literally looks like you are in a sandbox. Like I'm not saying that in a bad way, but like from the scale being up that high. And the way the city is rendered, it nothing nothing's popping. There's nothing popping in and out. It literally looks like you're in this giant city, like it's just a box, and I'm in it. You know, it's, it's not it's not a bad thing, but the way it looks, it's it it puts the exclamation point on the sandbox open world. You know what I mean? Right, like it's right. literally that. There's all there's also it uh, looks good. There's also day night cycle because I've seen footage now of day and night. So it makes me wonder if at night there's different things that appear on the str- on the streets. Um, there was a shot, and I think it was in the it, it was in this version or the other version. I know oh, someone the said mu- there's not many villains on the ground, but I, I beg the- to differ because there was a there was a shot of the map in the corner, and you could see a crap ton of red dots that were in the in inside the uh, inside. The, there. O- the other thing that we missed the music they chose also spot on. Yeah, well, I can't play the music. Yeah, no, no, I know, but yeah, the, yeah. the but the music they picked is also spot on for what they did here. Oh, here's a here's another part where they had uh, Toymaker, and Toymaker has a little matchbox car of like Superman, and then he makes it big. I thought that was pretty interesting because they they make a comment of there's multiple vehicles that you can get to blow up shit is what they say, right? So like you're gonna have different types of vehicles to do like this one right here. It, it, it shows like it's a hovering car. Um, so you have different vehicles. This gives me, this right here gives me vibes of Marvel's Avengers. There's a map, there's a table, it's a circle, there's a map, right? Like 
this is this is where you're gonna pick your missions and stuff like that. Right. This is the this is the war table. Uh so there's there's stuff like this that's that's happening as well inside the game, which still gives me a little bit of hesitance of uh as long I, I, I talked about this the other day, as long as this game was built from the ground up to be a looter, okay, and wasn't thrown in after the fact, or vice versa, where they they built a looter and then they took it out type of thing. Uh, as long as they built whatever they're building from the ground up, I hope I hope it's good. I'm interested in this game. Uh, I'm more interested in this game than I am in Diablo. I know a lot of people are like, well, how's that? I, I, I think Diablo's a good game, but this game comes out about a month and a half or so before Diablo. If this game is good, the writing is good, the story is good, the replayability of playing through with each of the heroes, I don't know if you have to play it all through again or how they level up. We don't know that yet. Okay. But if the story is good and the replayability of playing each character through it, and then they keep adding more, uh, I'm going to say characters, not heroes, but more Suicide Squad members, it'll be interesting to see if this is a live, if it is a live service game, excuse me, and they keep updating it as they go, like story, like every season there's a new story. Is this going to be like Division Sarge, where there's like going to be like manhunts and different things to go out to do stuff? You know what I mean? Like, that could potentially be another way they go with this live service type stuff. I the only the only apprehension I have is that I hope that Rocksteady made the boss battles really good. Yeah, they, they to, be- to fight to fight the Flash or to fight Batman to fight Green Lantern, like to fight these guys as bosses. The coding of a boss battle better be the F in there, right? Not just a run and gun, punch him in the face, trap him in the corner, and cheese him out. I'm talking about an actual boss battle. And and they better be good. And Superman better be last. Oh, well, well, I think Brainiac would be last. Well, whatever. You know what I'm talking about, though. Brainiac would be last, but Superman would be, like, second to last, right? Right. And if, if if anything, the structure of the game should be as the game gets harder, you need to get certain pieces in order to beat the boss in general. Otherwise, you can't beat him. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's that's gotta be something in the game. You like you just can't run up and kill Superman day one. Like you have to get the gear high enough to where you can actually actually fight that boss battle. Krebsy says you aren't killing Superman. I mean, there was an article in the very beginning. There was two articles. In the very beginning, they said that that you're going to kill the people and kill Justice League. Then there was another article that came out like uh, six months later that said certain heroes will not be able to be killed. Others will. So, like, you would be able to kill, like, the Flash, uh, Green Lantern, but you wouldn't be able to kill uh, Batman. You have to capture Batman. We have to capture Superman because those IPs are just so massive. They don't want to kill those characters off type of thing. You, you just told me Joker's dead. <laughs> yeah. You can't, yeah. you, you can kill Joker, but you can't kill yeah. Batman. Yeah. Don't start that nonsense. This comic book nonsense with me. It's a video game, right? I want to see the biggest, baddest, uh, kryptonite suit that you have to wear and you kill Superman. Yeah, you gotta, That's you, what I want to see. Use, you gotta use like, Armored piercing kryptonite bullets to 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 go whatever man yeah. I want to see it I want to see it if we're gonna go full evil and I'm an evil group after the good guys I want to see it wait we have killed every bad guy in the universe ninety five times older over 
we can kill Superman one time. Yeah. I mean, look, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say Joker's alive. Even though he died before, they can always bring him back. They can always bring him back. <laughs> could be a variant. You don't know. Could be a, could be a variant from another time machine. I mean, there's space travel involved in this, and Brainiac's taking people's minds over. So who's to say that none of these characters can't come from a different universe? Flashpoint's a thing, and uh, we don't know. Does, does Brainiac does Brainiac not have time travel? Does Brainiac can't open up quantum holes? Doesn't he know Dark Side? Like, what are we talking about? Where are you guys drawing the line around this box? Yeah, I. So I, my last question for you, Sarge, is. Is this a game that you're actually excited for this year? I got a little soft spot for it. Huh? If, it if if I, I I have to see the actual deep dive prior to the game coming out. Yeah, I have a lot of questions about what the yeah. leveling and, no, and you, stuff you, like that. You know me now. Nothing's day one. I don't care anymore. Nothing's day one. But it's definitely on my radar. All right. So those are the top stories from the past week and we rant along the way we're going to go over to the Q&A section now if you have a, a question uh, there's a we have six six questions seven questions uh, to ask uh, or to answer here so we're going to go over that right now if you like this please make sure you share like subscribe if you'd like to go above and beyond that you become a member as little as five dollars a month we do this show every Thursday 48 of them out of 52 weeks a year so we well actually about 46 something like that it all depends on how we feel uh first question sarge is from travis i'm wearing pants no that's not the question does okay. does the trend of games that re require online mode even for single player need to die my vote is uh empathetic <clears throat> is hell yes but what do you guys think all right so l l i i don't i don't know the whole travis situation i know that the story has gone on in chat for a couple weeks my question is this to Travis first before I answer the question. Do you have internet or bad internet? I, I, I want to understand small your town. hatred. He's in a small town from Texas. Okay. So he doesn't have good internet or internet at all. So he's he's mad that he can't play the games that are he, online only. Well, he's mad because he wants games that he can play offline. And all Got games it. now constantly uh, have the, to have the whole online. online. So, okay. Yeah. Read, read, okay, now that I understand that, read me back the question. Yeah, so his question is, does the trend of games that require online mode, even for single player, need to die? That's the question. Well, it's it's not going to die, right? I, I, know, I know how you feel, because I feel the same way, even though I have internet. I don't like the fact that I have to be online to play this game that I bought. I just don't like it. However, there are certain games and the way that they are structured that they need to have online capability for it to work properly. And this is probably going to be one of those games where once the online support is over, I don't think you'll be able to play it. Right. Right. So I agree with you need to die. No, but need to make games like this that you can play offline. Yes. Okay. Next question is also by Travis. He says, I'm so pissed about Suicide Squad, I'm going to say something for the very first time in my entire life. All 32 years, I've never said this, but here it goes. Suicide Squad, I hope you flop worse than Avengers. That's not a question. Just to let you know, Travis, that's not a question. That's a statement, and you could have done that statement in the regular but does chat. He, does he, but does he like DC? Is he mad once again because he, he doesn't have online? He's, he's, he's venting anger? Like, I get it. Like, I get it. 
Like, does he like Avengers more than this? Does, does Travis, I, do you think Avengers no, think, looks better than... No, or I think he didn't like Avengers either. He didn't like Avengers either. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Next question is from Stealth Gaming. He says, where are we playing Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League together? Everywhere. Everywhere, right? right. It's, it's, everybody it's, it's everybody can play, right? So if you're on PlayStation Stealth and I'm on Xbox... So wait, let's back up the truck. When you say cross-play, does that mean just consoles? Or does that mean PC as well? I think it would be PC as well. Because that's uh, that's really going to make my eyes bug out of my head if it's cross-play across everything. Yeah, no, it's, I think it would be cross-play. Well, I, I haven't seen the official stuff myself. So I'm taking chat's word that that was official, that it's cross-play. So... Well, listen, man, if if it works the way it's supposed to and it's crossplay, I will never forgive anybody else for making not making a game crossplay when you know it should have been. I'm not saying all games need to be crossplay. Don't right. misconstrue what I'm saying. But we all know what games should be. And I don't want to hear any more nonsense. If this game works, right, and it's successful, I don't want to hear anything else about crossplay. Next question, which is a smart-ass answer or smart-ass question from Krebsy. He says, have you heard of general game or gaming talk? I have. It's a section in our Discord that if you have to talk about a video game, you could put it in the general gaming talk. And if you're talking about general topics, you could put it in to regular general topic. I, I, Krebsy, Krebsy's a mod in, our, in, our, in my Discord and here. And uh, it bugs him and everybody, mostly Krebsy. Because when someone brings up a topic in general talk, they bring up a topic of like gaming, and they'll they'll just talk in general, not general gaming, right? Like change the tab, right? Change, change, change the tab, and then also in submitted stories, someone will submit a story, and they start talking in submitted stories. That bugs me because then it's harder for me to find the stories because I'm just a wall change, of text. Just change the tab. Go go for the simple vocab. Change the tab. All right, the next one, Krebsy says. Is Mando season three going to cover on uh, Nerding with Thirty? You know that the channel everyone should subscribe to for the coverage of movies and slash shows. I I haven't made a decision yet as if I'm going to cover it like I used to, uh, Krebsy. I don't think I'm going to do the live uh, the live aspect and talk to you guys like that because it, it takes a long time to do those and the viewership is really low on those. So I would rather make a upload and just upload my thoughts on the videos. So I, I haven't made a, a, a hard decision on that yet, um, but I'll, I'll let you know when I do. Uh, next question. What other character would you like to see in Suicide Squad? How often would you like to see these new characters? I don't have a particular character I want to see, but I would like to see a consistent basis. And I'm talking consistent. Like, how many years is this game going to be alive? Which almost, Alberto Reyes has the next question, so it'll be a twofer here, Sarge, okay? So I'll, I'll give you a second to answer Krebsies in a second, okay? But Alberto Reyes says, do you believe on how live service or dying will Suicide Squad last more than three years? So I'm going to answer with Krebsy with the amount of characters coming out. If this game only lasts three years, if there's 25 characters... Okay, divide that by three. If you start with four, that's 21 characters that need to come out for the next over the next three years if the game dies after three years. So that would be seven characters every year for three years. Don't, don't, don't get crazy. No, no, but that's what I'm saying. So I don't know what the number is as far as how many characters there are in Suicide Squad. Okay, but well, I would like to see at least Borderlands. four a year. 
at least four, four years. Calm, calm down. Borderlands, Borderlands release three. Right, you'll be lucky that, if you get three. No, that that's no, that's that's old school gaming. New school yeah, gaming, live service game. This game stays alive the more you bring a new character in and a new area in. Maybe. No, not maybe. That's 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 fact. Maybe. Anthem gone. Marvel's Avengers gone. If, Outriders because gone. The, right? the same. The same kind of fatigue happened when I played Borderlands. After you played through the story and the and what you have to play through with the character multiple times, when you get to that fifth or sixth character and you have to go through the story or go through the actual thing again with that character, it gets a little tedious. Now, if it's if I bring a new character in, like let, let's let's review. If I bring a character in and it has its own short mini version of a story to go through, and then I can go into the open world to do the the quests, that might be okay. But the repetitive nature of repeating the same quest consistently just because I got a new character doesn't mean it makes it any more fun, right? And if there is no story to, to progress with a new character, then that means I'm just thrown into the city to do what? Random shit for 40 levels, right? That also would piss you off because there's not any real progression. It's just you hanging out with a new character, right? That's the difference. Well, I, is- I would say, I would say, if you are lucky, right? If if they have guys, if they have characters loaded and ready with polish and passion well, that's, behind that's it, that's what I'm going to say next. Okay, yeah. if they have that already lined up to go, I give you maybe two or three characters a year for maybe two years, and then that's it. You are not going to carry this game for a for a nickel. You're not carrying it for a nickel. There's no way. There's no way. A game like this, I'll, I'll, I'll say it, and I'll say it a thousand times. When you make a superhero game, people want as many heroes as possible, and they want to go up against as many villains as possible. Okay? In this particular story, Brainiac's taking over people from the Justice League, right? Where's Hawkeye? Where, where, or Hawkman? Where's, where's Aquaman? Right? We haven't seen those. So they could add more villains slash heroes later for the Justice League. You need as many people to fight against as possible. Bosses. Not generic bosses. I don't want like a giant walker boss only coming in, right? Like learn the lesson from a Marvel's Avengers. Learn a lesson from any other I, superhero. I want, game. A, I want a real boss battle. You need you need bosses, okay, and you need heroes. This game needs one hero per season, okay. You need one more villain every season that that hero comes in, and you need new areas, okay? Because if I'm taking the same heroes. Through the same city, so Metropolis, we have four characters. All of a sudden, uh, Weasel comes in, and now I'm Weasel. And now I'm going through the exact same story again through Metropolis. Fail. If you have Weasel come in, and there's a side story, and there's a whole separate section to go in, and now I'm leveling up my characters in the new section with Weasel, cool. Now Peacemaker comes in. If I have to go back into Metropolis and do the exact same thing again, fail. If I have Peacemaker and there's another section to come in, winner. That's the way it needs to be. Yeah, well, you... If if nothing else, if if nothing else, there there was a game. I'm trying to remember who did it. I'm trying to remember what game it was. I'm gonna get this wrong. There was a game where you played through the mission, and when you got to the end, you thought it was the end, and then there was a whole nother world to explore at the end of what you thought was the end of the game. I can't remember. This is gonna bother me. I can't remember the game now. Anyway, point being is the surprise is what does it for you. 
right? You play through Justice League with the four characters. You leveled up. You're maxed out because you're addicted. You think the gameplay is great. Right. When they give you the first guy to come out, the new guy that comes out, you're excited to play it. And then you realize when you start playing, there's a story mode to play. You're still in Metropolis. But for some reason, when that story part ends, all of a sudden, this whole other map opens up. And for the, for the remaining characters that come out, you're going to be like in Gotham, right? You're going to be, or Mega City. Like, you're going to be in another city. Like, that would be the tits. That's right. how you get people to be like, wow. I, I'm not sure if anyone else can help me. I can't remember. I can't remember. Not, not that far back, Travis. There was a game that came out. And when you were done with the game, you thought the game was over, and all of a sudden, a whole other map opened up at the end. And I can't remember the name of the damn game. So it's going to bother me. Reese, that's I, that's the way you put the exclamation point on that. Reese, I, I actually said this in the very beginning. I said it would be really cool. I even said it in my video. It would be really neat if I went up against Flash, and if I capture Flash, then I can recruit Flash into my my organization, right? He, you could be that character. That would be amazing but in a video game sense the story is if i'm playing through it and i kill him i can't be him so why would you kill him right there would have to be a high risk high reward type of thing if i choose to kill him then i can't go back to be him right with that playthrough then i would have to play again and then save him and then i could be him type of thing you know what i mean you know what i mean but then where do you draw the line with that? Like if Superman, you, you capture Superman, you get to be Superman. Who would be who would be Harley Quinn if you could be Superman? Do you know what I mean? But it would be interesting if you could rescue certain characters that are villains at the time. Or maybe someone's captured and you have to go through a, a dungeon and, and you unlock the other character. This is why I think Lex Luthor will be a playable character down the road. Obviously, they're not going to tell you that now. Because they want. No, I'd want to be surprised. Yes, yes, I'd want to be. I would want it to be where you think the game is over, and then you realize you've got so much more to do. That's how you hook, right? That's how you put the hook in people, right? I'm in Metropolis. I played 300 hours in Metropolis. A new character comes out. I'm doing a Metropolis mission opening again with a new character, but it's different sections. Right. That's a failure. And then as soon as no, no, different sections of Metropolis oh, that you haven't seen up. yet. Yeah, okay. But That's but as fine. soon as you finish, as soon as you finish the introductory story of that character. New map, different area. You're yeah. like, wow. Like, that's how you capture people. Yeah. I'll be Harley Quinn, but only if it's third person. It is third person. Yeah. Uh, Snake. All right. So, Krebsy put another question in. Uh, are you tired of feeling tired, upset, and just down on your luck? I'm sorry. I don't have a solution. But you have heard of the Roblox game? They have a COD competitor called Frontline. 100% serious. <clears throat> Again, that's not a question. That's, that's not a question. It's <laughs> not a question. Travis has a question, I think. <laughs> Gotta ask. Holy Christ, you guys are terrible. Gotta ask, but do you think Spider-Man 2 will be online only, or do you not, or am I now paranoid? I think you're paranoid. I think you're paranoid. Who 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 hurt you, Travis? Can you can you give me the name of your cable company? Like, and, what, and what I'm not reading the last is? question because the last question's not a question. <laughs> For God's sakes, people. All right. That is going to do it for Generation X Gaming, the weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories in the past week, and we rant along the way. Episode 345 is in the can. We do appreciate you very much. If you like it here, please make sure you hit that like button to help us out. If you don't like it, well, 
I don't know why you're here this long. If, if you didn't like it, then hit the don't like button. Either way, hit a button. Thumbs up, thumbs down, middle finger. I don't care. Pick one of those things. Pick one of the things. Uh, if you'd like to go above and beyond that, you can become a member as little as $4.99 or $5. We do these shows every, mostly every Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern. There's a new tab that they just added to YouTube, folks. There's a podcast version. I don't know how it shows up for you guys, but there's a podcast tab. Uh, there's shorts. There's podcasts. There's a bunch of stuff that you could add there. Uh, we also on Spotify. You can go to Spotify. This episode, if you missed any of it, if you came in late, you can watch this right now after the fact. Rewind, watch the whole thing, or if you want to take us on the go, you can uh, go to Spotify and you can listen to us in the audio versions, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Anchor.fm, any other place where podcasts are able to be uh, spot. Uh, one of the stories we didn't get to, Sarge, is No Man's Sky has another update that we didn't get to. And the other story that we didn't get to is Jedi Survivor has more open-world-esque type of stuff. Maybe we'll talk about that at another time, but those are the stories we missed. If you missed those stories, you can go to our Discord and uh, click on the, the story that, that we didn't talk about. Appreciate everyone coming out, hanging out with us. Don't forget, tomorrow, podcast on Lono's channel, Reforge, uh, Reforge Hangout, Reforge Roundtable. I don't know what it is. We're going to be talking about Suicide Squad, so join us tomorrow morning or tomorrow afternoon uh, for some more talk about Suicide Squad. See you guys on the next one. Peace. Game on, guys. They're two brothers and gamers that have been playing games since the early 1980s. Combined, they have over 65 years' experience. Join them each week as they discuss and rant about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming.